Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God gave you the Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus, the ultimate KISS podcast. This is Jay Scott from the Hook Rocks. I know I'll be listening. I hope you do too. Rest ye shouted out loud, cast let nothing you dismay. Remember, kiss your saviors, we'll play on New Year's Day. To save us all from toxic kiss when Facebook's gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, Shandy and Beth. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. As long as you spend the thirty nine ninety nine for the live stream. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 102. Merry Christmas to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> wow, it's Christmas time. How about that intro, huh, Zeus? What was that? Oh, fucking Santa Murph. Whatever. <laughs> Again, with you know, coming up with the goods for a Christmas episode. Ah, he's epic, man. We got we you gotta love Murphy. You gotta love the Bob Cratchit of Shouted Out Loudcast. <laughs> the Tiny Tim. Uh, well, who's who's Tiny Tim of Shouted Out Loud? Oh, he'll he'll make an appearance later. <laughs> um, Tom, how you doing? I'm great. Uh, we've got buried in about two feet of snow today, so it's uh, I'm I'm feeling the Christmas spirit here. So yeah, yeah, ready to talk kiss after uh running the snowblower there for about two hours outside. So I'm ready to go. Perfect. Yeah. A lot of love in the air, a lot of Kissmas spirit going around. There is. Um, but before we talk about Kissmas, let's go to last week's episode when we were a little grouchy and we were airing out the grievances on Kiss Festivus 2. Also electric boogaloo. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So Festivus last week. So we, we go to the poll. And um, speaking of Festivus, of airing of the grievances, I, I'm going to air some grievances on this poll. Okay. <laughs> because I knew that when we made this poll, that one particular poll option was going to run away with it. And it did. And that's okay. That's why we do the polls. So the options were for grievances were the hate for Elder and Carnival of Souls, the use of studio ghost players, too few Bruce Eric Carr vocals, and toxic Kiss fans. <laughs> toxic Kiss fans ran away with it, took it, wasn't even close, which I get it. It's okay. I was hoping people might focus on the, the music and the band, but I get it. Toxic Kiss fans, especially with Facebook and Twitter, uh, people get very passionate about that because they see a lot of that shit online. What about, about, let's go between what was two and three and four there. Let's okay. talk about those. What was that? Toxic Kiss fans got 60%. Um, and then the remaining three were pretty, pretty close. Studio Ghost Players was 16. Hate for Elder Carnival of Souls was 14. And Too Few Bruce Eric Carr vocals was 10. So, okay. You're kind of mixed there. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, gotcha. Yep. And as we always do, we kind of run through a little bit of comments here from our, from our listeners, on uh, some poll comments. Sure. Um, Twisted Kister, big fan of the show. Thank you, Twisted Kister. He says, I voted for the Toxic Kiss fans. I rag stuff too, but usually it's in the right forum. I try not to bust in the door with a hot take unless it's relative. Thankfully, I have avoided the one particular person that you guys spoke of. I don't recall seeing anything crazy like that. And we talk about the guy. We didn't mention his name. We don't mention names, but the guy that is famous on Facebook for infiltrating kiss groups with just ridiculous memes and pictures and really insulting things about Paul and Tommy and Eric, just garbage stuff. And our buddy Baco says, most of the people who are voting for toxic fans are the toxic fans. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, um, Our buddy, Mr. Positivity Baco. Oh, Jesus. Oh Yeah. Our buddy Lance, I agree with too few Eric and Bruce vocals, but my vote goes to toxic fans. I've had to deal with toxic people this year. We need less of that in the world. Word up, Lance. Katie Christina, super fan. She's a great Kiss fan. Definitely the toxic Kiss fans. I just saw one today that said, quote, after 50 years, don't fans get tired of buying this shit? And she goes, no, we don't. Definitely not. Exclamation point with a smiley face. Zandon, our buddy Zandon Black. I hate toxic fans, and I sure as hell cannot stand the blowback on the Elder. But for me, I'm voting for the ghost players that essentially made Kiss a cover band at times. Just ridiculous. Ooh, okay. Dave G, toxic Kiss fans got my vote. It was also an awesome episode. Thank you, Dave. Our big fan, Steve. I cannot understand the hate of any Kiss album. The Elder has always been a top album for me. How is it? It is the toxic fans that really get on my tits. <laughs> you can tell he's not from America. I used to go on many forum sites and got so pissed off with them attacking the band and each other that I came off all of them. Yes, that's smart. Um, our buddy Deuce, of these four, too few Bruce and Eric Carr vocals for sure. Uh, our buddy Tom Mungia. Can't wait to listen to the episode. This is when he posted it a few days ago. Definitely the toxic fans. Yes. Mr. Marr. Toxic fans for me. And I use the fa- the word fans loosely. Namely, the pricks who lay into Tommy Thayer. Oh, okay. Steve DeWood. 
You guys nailed it with your commentary on the Elder and Carnival of Souls. They are what they are, and they're damn good at what they are. Some fans don't like it, and that's fine, but I think many others jump on the hater bandwagon without giving them a chance. Stick Stickman says, I cast my vote with a message for the Toxic Kiss fans, and then it's a gif of Sergeant Hulka saying, lighten up, Francis. Uh, Graham, Toxic Kiss fans for me. Lee, Toxic Kiss fans. Oh boy. And we got a comp. We got a comment here who we got a comment here that was toxic. Joe Arnold. Can I still vote for dressing up Tommy and Eric as Ace and Peter without being toxic? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh boy. Um, yeah. And then, then, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll kind of cover a little bit more of this in the actual episode comments, but this kind of, this kind of runs over into that. But uh, a lot of people talk about elder and carnival of souls and how much they like that. So, uh, why don't we jump on into some more specific episode comments? Um, Half Ace. My number one grievance is the Ace had a poker game story. It comes up all the time. It was never true. I don't know what the Ace had a poker game story is. Somebody's going to have to tell us what that is. I don't know. MD. I agree with Tom's number one. Bruce is a very good singer, and I love BK3, the album. The one time I was lucky enough to meet him, I had him sign it. And then he, then he posts a picture of him and Bruce. Very cool, MD. Let's see. Bill Sharp. My grievance is people referring to current Kiss as a cover band. The two people who envisioned the band wrote and sang the majority of the material are still there. People come and go in any profession. It doesn't mean everyone else has to pack up shop because Joe quit. I like that, Bill. Well said. Well said for sure. Nicholas Gratton. Oh, this is a good one. We talked talk about your uh, hits. Uh, Hot in the Shade being remastered. The reason Hot in the Shade never got remastered is they couldn't find anyone willing to take another look at Boomerang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I love it. Uh, Our buddy Andy, this can definitely be a yearly topic. There's never a shortage. So great stuff um, from the listeners, as always, on Twitter. Uh, We had we had we've had fun with that episode. It's it's lighthearted. We're Seinfeld fans. You guys know that. Yeah, Zeus, what absolutely. else do we got on Facebook, buddy? On Facebook, Rick Rera, another great show. Then I listened to Jericho's Animalized special, in which it watched Animalized live, uncensored by itself. It was a kiss-filled morning. Guys, we can't tell you how much we love them. We inspire, not by us, but with the fact that we bring up a topic about kiss, and that inspires you to look into something. Yep. The fact that you picked up Animalized and started watching it again. Love hearing it. Podcasters love that. We all yep. love that. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin Jepson, of course. Yes. Love me some grievances. These are always fun. Not going to go nuts here. Only giving you two. On their union tour, did anyone else want to punch Peter in the face for <laughs> how he did his makeup? Oh, yeah. And it got worse as the tour went along. Fucking drove me crazy. <laughs> and the obvious grievance is pandemic Paul. I missed the star child. Politics society seems like you could bring together in the time. I feel like you drove a wedge in the kiss army, mm. but he did give us pandemic Paul for you guys from you guys. <laughs> Your bits have given me five extra years of life from laughter as always. Thank you, gentlemen. Well, we love Kevin on our shout it out loud casters. I know there was a gentleman earlier in your Twitter. You were reading about, Oh, uh, he left a bunch of groups. Come join ours because you know what? Ours is not toxic. So come join the shout it out loudcasters. Plenty of good stuff there. So uh, on there, David Mansfield, a Festivus 
for the rest of us. Yes. Robert Vitale, great episode. Thanks for addressing that guy who is a total fucktard. <laughs> if you look at his page, though, it makes total sense. Oof, yikes. And then Graham Richley, best line of the episode. And he has a picture of the lady from Planet of the Apes. Oh, man. That was when we were talking about Tiffany and Debbie Gibson at the beginning of the episode. No, no, no. Wasn't that? Remember when we were talking about that? No, 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 no. No, no. we're talking about uh, Gene's hairdo. Like it came from the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I thought he was talking about the ball splitter. Oh, no, no, no. What does that have to do with the planet or the apes? No, the big, the big nose. No, 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 no. Um, although somebody did send us something about a ball splitter recently on our tweets, <laughs> on our text. Um, he also loved the whole discussion. Totally agree with the session players being used as the first step in the breakdown of the original four. Mm-hmm. My grievances of the year is that Kiss has been so tone deaf on the financial hardship COVID has brought to their fan base and not easing off the marketing on outrageous prices, especially the deluxe package shit for the live cast, or at least link the price to some percentage going to a worthy cause, apart from Paul and Gene's bank balances. Interesting. Yep. hate to admit it, but Graham's right. On YouTube! YouTube! We got (laughs) Anthony Stratus. Is it me that thinks that Zeus sounds like Paul Heyman from the WWE? You guys make a great team, by the way. God bless. Uh, Paul Heyman is a wrestling manager commentator commentator, uh, on wrestling. Tom has been in the wrestling business, I think, 30, 40 years. Okay. Uh, I I find him funny sometimes. Uh, Marty White, the elder isn't horrible. Many of those songs would have been better received with the less boxy mix. Okay. Um, the best use of the album was in Family Guy when Stewie wrecked the Prius and Brian got stuck driving a Mini Cooper and every radio station was playing Just a Boy. <laughs> oh, wait. It was a Hummer and Lick It Up. <laughs> Just uh, a Boy. Johnny B. Good. Oh, man. Monster and Sonic Boom are horrible, in my opinion. That I've had to listen to each of them just once, and I will never listen again. Thanks. Thank you for the feedback. Our YouTube channel is actually picking up a lot. So keep subscribing, keep commenting, keep liking that. And uh, thank you. Just keep it coming, guys. Absolutely. And uh, we a couple emails we want to run through quick, the episode oh, related. Absolutely, Tom. What do you got? All right. So this is from David Clark. Uh, He says, hi, guys, this year has been pretty crappy for everyone. I hope you know that your podcast is a bright spot for your listeners. It's been one of my best discoveries this year, and I've caught up on all of the previous episodes now. So I look forward to new shows each week. Thanks for the honesty, laughs, and for being so real and relatable. Each week, something happens on your show that makes me literally LOL. Best podcast going kiss or otherwise. Woof, Jesus. Thank you, David. That's amazing. Appreciate that. That's awesome. and he says to celebrate Kistivus. Oh, I like that. Instead of Festivus, he calls it Kistivus. My only kiss related grievances this year are the VIP packages. Meet the band. Take a picture. You only have to sign over your home car and your entire net worth. <laughs> um, as a cool, as cool as a guy that Bruce Kulik is, I think his amazing talent gets lost. So talented of a player and gets a bit overshadowed by Ace. And the Tommy is an ace crowd. The dude is awesome. Couldn't agree with you more. Soul Station. I get it. 
Paul has every right to do whatever he wants and seems to enjoy this outlet. I just hate when rock singers go the quote unquote classic singer route in their later years. For example, Rod Stewart. And we did, we did talk about that. We brought that up. And then he says, um, I listened to you on Spotify and I will give you a review. I said, thanks for all you do. Happy holidays to you and yours. David Clark, Indiana fan. Wonderful, David. Thank you so much. Much, much appreciated that. That's great. Uh, and then we got another email here from uh, Todd about the Festivus episode. First of all, congrats on the 100th episode. It was one for the ages. One of those episodes you can put on any time and just listen because the banter is so great. One Episode 101 didn't disappoint either. You came back strong and delivered another killer one as we wind down this ass of a year with 2020. I shared two takeaways from that episode. Number one. The time you take to read feedback and thank fans is such a special thing. Talk about being part of the Kiss family, the Shout It Out Loud cast family. You two set the bar so high with how you interact and include your fans. I am proud to be a loyal listener. Thank you. We are proud to have you as a listener. That's great. Zeus and his grievance about toxic Kiss fans. Thank you for making that a topic. Whether it be a dickhead like the one you're talking about or a dickhead on a group of one of my favorite sports teams, why can't these people just create their own misery groups? I hope that ass clown does listen to your podcast and hears what a jackhole he is. Thanks for all you do. It's appreciated more than you will ever know, Todd. Amazing. Todd, thank you so much for those kind words. That's amazing. Really appreciate that. Uh, Doug Middleton, my grievances, the live stream in general. $25,000 for a trip to Dubai. (laughs) Paul's big mouth on Twitter. Podcasts that keep copying you. I'll be especially annoyed if someone steals the bonus episode idea. Everyone obviously wants to be you. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you, Doug, for that. And then he he runs off three non-kiss grievances. Donald Trump, rude people, and wearing underwear. (laughs) <laughs> no that wasn't written by me in a burner account <laughs> thank you but, Doug. Middleton. but may i jump on that though tom of course absolutely today i i, I mean i gotta get it off my chest Please today do. again we had the conversation dude this is getting fucking aggravating we're not gonna name names but the fucking like can people come up with their own original shit Seriously, it's getting fucking tiring, especially some of the older podcasts that have been around. All of a sudden now, they can't come up with stuff, and they, we got some new boys in town. They're actually trying to be like, you know what? Let's be informative, but let's be fucking fun. Let's come up with new ideas, new ways to talk about things. Let's bring exciting people on to talk about KISS or other topics and make it enjoyable and have some laughs about it. All of a sudden now, everyone's trying to do certain things that we were doing. Trying to do a couple different ideas or pulling up stuff or or rankings or lists or live cast or drafts or this and that. Dude, what the fuck? It's aggravating. But you know what? It doesn't matter because in the end, you got to have a good conversation, a good topic to have. Ours is kiss. So there you go. We already got you in. How are we going to keep you? We're going to keep you because we're going to be fucking fun. And entertaining and funny. And actually, we know something about Kiss. So, you know, I just, I got to get it off my chest. I get annoyed. Me and you were going over this today again. It's just enough. Stop the fucking copying. Stop the shit. It's 
fucking aggravating. And I know it's sincerest form of flattery, but you know what? Fucking step up your own game. Come up with some original shit on your own. It's fucking annoying. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. It's annoying, but to me, like Zeus just said, and and look, yeah, there might be people listening and going, ah, these fucking guys think everybody wants to be them, blah, 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 hey, whatever. Uh, that, that's how we feel because we've been doing this for only two years, but we see what's going out there where we're, we pay attention to what's going on. Okay. And yeah, it's frustrating, but to me, Zeus just said it. Uh, the way I look at it is uh, I take it as a flattering thing that you maybe have been coasting through your podcast business and then you're like you know maybe you got a little boot in the ass from a show like us or a boot in the ass from somewhere else and then my horsey when he got scared he booted me across the barn and you're you're trying to up your game somehow uh the bottom line is look it all comes down to this i've been saying this since day one it's the hosts uh the topic in the subject matter is going to pull you in but the only thing that's going to keep you listening is the hosts. I subscribe to a ton of different podcasts. Many of them. I've been a loyal listener for years. Others. I can't get through two episodes and I unsubscribe because as much as I love the topic, the hosts don't do it for me. So I say goodbye. So that, yeah, you know, si- I, I, I'm the same way, Tom. I'll look at yep. somebody's, you know, uh, uh, we love a lot of these podcasts out there. A lot of them are friends. A lot of them. I'm not friends with them, but I like their podcasts. I don't have to be. But Absolutely. I will pick and choose because if I don't like you as a host, if I don't like if I'm not interested in you, what you're going to say, because you might fucking say something wicked smart like I, you know, because we're from Boston, wicked smart. Yep. Or you're going to say something wicked funny. You know what? I'll look at the topic. Oh, they're have they're interviewing this guy. I like that. I want to hear what they're going to have to say. Oh, they're reviewing this album. I love this album. I want to hear what their opinion is. Yep. Other than that, I don't want to hear about your fucking oil change. I don't want to hear, oh, you like Kiss. I like Kiss. I don't want to hear about that shit. I don't want to hear about, like, oh, your new fucking list that you're coming up with that's not as creative and it's not going to be as interesting because it can't be anything negative on there because, we, God forbid, anything negative gets said about the band we're covering. So it's just whatever. Settle down over there. You and your fucking stupid-ass shit. All right. Okay. Okay, though. Ha- Merry Christmas. I hope the spirit of the season is with you all. <laughs> See, this is the thing. That motherfucker over there on the other side of this screen has a worse temper than I do. And he gets all fired up. And then I calm his ass down. And then we get on the air and like little bug gets put in there. He reads an email like that and brings up cheat, and then he gets it gets me all fired up and he just sits back and goes, "Oh, let Zeus be the asshole. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, you." But you know he why? Go. You know why? Because nobody wants to listen to two assholes. Although people are probably sitting there going, "Why well, listen to two assholes every week? What's this? What's the difference this week?" Yeah, but yeah. but I know I I hate I hate. Look, we 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 share the same sentiments. We do we do, uh, and to each his own. Guys, listen to what you want. If you think we're talking out of our ass, so be it. But that's how we feel. That's what we're seeing, and that's that's it. So that, yeah, that's it's just that. a little aggravating. But you know what it does? It builds up the shouted out loud cast fans even more. Yep. You guys are even more loyal to us, yep. and we got a fucking solid ass team that knows a good podcast when they hear one. And we're not going to take you guys for granted and get lazy and start talking about 
oh, what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. I'll call you back in five minutes before we record and we'll think of something. Yeah. No. If we don't have something to talk about, what the fuck are we going on the air for? There's always that's, something that's to talk about. wasting your time. That's about our ego. That's about us. Like, oh, I want people to listen to me. Well, what am I talking about? If I'm not even interested and I haven't thought about it, what the fuck do you, why should you hear about it? Exactly. So we that's right. always have shit in our minds and then we find the stuff interesting and we find the stuff fun. We want to share it. So that's why the day that we get lazy and the day we don't want to talk about kiss or anything, other type of music, we won't be here anymore. Well, no, we said it perfectly. Kind of when this whole show started, we want, we want to create a show that we would want to listen to. A la kiss. Yes. We want to become the band we wanted to see. And that's what we tried to create a podcast that we would want to listen to. And we hope that we've done that. So that's a one. Actually, that's a one. That's what we want. All right. That's feedback. So what's going on in kiss world. Okay. So everybody's getting all fired up about the new year's Eve show. You know, they're posting pictures about the stage being built. People like, oh, this fucking thing is massive. Oh, my God. Folks, I got bad news for you. It's the exact same fucking size as any outdoor mega festival that you've seen before. Okay. It's got all the frigging girders and the steel things. They're going to put the big fucking kiss things on each side and they're going to blow it up. It's going to be great. And Gene Simmons can't stop talking about how he's going to blow up a million dollars worth of pyro and he's getting destroyed on social media because everybody's talking about the, the economy and COVID, but Gene's going to blow up whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't care if COVID's going on or not. So, you know, that, that people are all getting fired up on all both sides of the spectrum about this new year's Eve thing. It's too expensive. I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to suck. They're going to play the same songs. Who knows what they're going to play. It's only a few more weeks away and everybody's excited for it. So that is, that's the kiss. The kiss world is all excited about that. And uh, Paul and Tommy have been posting some stuff on social media about them, you know, um, preparing for the show. And then everyone starts going, oh, what What do you need the mic for? You're not going to be using it. And all sorts of shit is fucking flying out there. Yeah, it's just the same old hate and stuff. But yeah, that's what's been going on. And, you know, uh, Bruce is preparing for the Kiss Masquerade, which started last night or Friday. And we'll be going on today, Saturday, when you're listening to this episode. So make sure you get that. And that's, uh, what's the website again, Tom? Kissmas2020.com. And you can go there. uh, You can purchase your streaming, your tickets, um, the schedule of events. So, you know, obviously by the time you hear this, the the show will drop on Saturday, December 19th. So hopefully you checked out what happened on Friday. If you're listening to this episode on the, on the day it drops on the Saturday, um, the big event that people are going to want to tune into is uh, at nine 15 Saturday evening is Bruce Kulik and Todd Kearns uh, doing the acoustic uh, set. Uh, But throughout that day, you got a bunch of other stuff. You have, um, you got uh, Eddie Trunk's going to be on there. Uh, He's going to be talking with Rick Derringer. Um, you got Phil Schaus doing his uh, live podcast there in the afternoon at four o'clock. Uh, then the big event at the end of the night after Bruce and Todd at 1030 p.m., you get the talisman performing rock and roll over in its entirety with Rick Derringer and a couple other guys. Um, so we've been talking about this. We've been trying to share things on our social media and uh, shout it out loudcasters Facebook group. So hopefully you guys are aware of that uh, we look forward to checking it out and talking about it next week. So check that out. That's something to uh, to get excited about. Yeah, and then Ace also, we just missed, uh, Ace had his video that was out uh, for I'm Down, the cartoon video again, Ace running through, and some cameos from old people, and 
the star child and Eugene and all sorts of crap is in there. Yep. Check it out. Um, not a big fan of the song, but check out the video. There's some um, interesting stuff in there too. So if you're interested in that too. Yeah. yeah and I think also Ace made some kind of announcement that next year, uh, which is only a few weeks ago, that he's going to start recording another album. And I, I believe it's another cover album. I, those seem to be hitting, making, being su- more successful within the origins. Oh boy, one and two, so, so excited. Yeah. So uh, you guys check that out. You know, everybody loves Ace. So we'll see what he's up to. And that's about it for Kiss World. It's other people just getting excited about that New Year's Eve show, waiting uh, anxiously to see what that's going to be, if it's going to be something different or not. So who knows? Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Six one seven three seven five zero eight fifty. How you doing? How you doing, fella? What's up, uh, brother? Alrighty then. So, Tom, although it's the Xmas season, there is a little X in Christmas. So, what else can you do with the X? Well, it's the season of giving. And it could also be the season of receiving, too, if you do your shopping correctly at adamandeve.com. That promo code loudcast we talk about every week. You get the free shipping, the free movies, the free gifts for you, your partner, the two of you. They offer amazing stuff. I think they're actually having some holiday promos as well, not to mention the loudcast promo. So you, you go on there, pick out what you want, add it into your cart. Enter in Loudcast and the coupon promo code. And it gives you all that stuff automatically. Check it out. Big sponsor of the show. We talk about it every week. Give them a, give them a shot. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Holidays aren't going to be the same this year. New Year's Eve, you might be spending it with with just your uh, your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. Not going to be a lot of parties. So liven it up a little bit. Uh, promo code Loudcast, AdamEve.com. So, Tom, it's another episode of Kissmas. Mm-hmm. And like this year, we couldn't think. I don't know. No, I'm like, what are we gonna do for Christmas? 
I know it was like, oh, it's Christmas. We can, I don't know. We'll just do something with Christmas. I don't know. What the fuck is that noise? Jacob Marley? Dude, honestly, that looks like Vinnie Vincent, I think. <laughs> Is that Vinnie? Um, hello. It's not Vinnie Vincent. It's Private Cusano. You know, you mentioned me in, in episode 86. Talk to me. What? 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 Why, why are you here? What is happening right now? I'm here because Tom and Zeus... You've been bad boys and you two need to change your ways because if you don't, I'm going to take away your kiss podcast. Dude, what is going on here? This is, I don't, I don't fucking know, but, uh, why should we listen to you? What are you going to fucking do about it? Yeah. Well, what do you get? What, what, what's, why are you here? What do you, you get something? Do you have a message for us? What is going on? Well, to change your ways, I'm going to do like they did in that movie, a Christmas Carol. I'm going to send you three ghosts, the ghosts of Christmas past, the ghosts of Christmas present, and the ghosts of Christmas future. And they're going to tell you about things that you wish would happen with Kiss that might make you think nice and hard. Ooh, nice and hard. (laughs) And maybe change your ways about the way you think about Kiss. So pay attention, boys. Or else, Private Cusano will come back and haunt your dreams. Dude, wow. <laughs> wow. Like, what the fuck, dude? This is, I wasn't ready for this. What's right? <laughs> Private Cusano. Cusano. And it was funny, too, because I think he didn't have, like, the chains and everything. Like, Jacob Molly, it was, like, all this, like... Like scarfs and like all like <laughs> gu- gu- guitar strings that were all tied up around them. Yeah, like so. I heard the noise. Yeah, he came in with like fluorescent pink hairs and a pantsuit to match. Oh my god! I, I don't know what's going on. I, I I wasn't sure if it was fucking Joyce Dewitt or <laughs> Shirley from Laverne and Shirley, but. Wow. What the fuck? I guess we got some learning to do tonight. What, yeah, what is, yeah, what, I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not holding my breath for fucking three ghosts to come visit us. No, no, not, not, not from private Cusano. Cause everything he says usually doesn't even happen. So yeah, yeah they're not going to show up. <laughs> they won't show up because you sent them. <laughs> that was fucked up. But again, like I said, I'm not going to fucking hold my breath. No. No, it's 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 Vinny. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Private Cusano. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows what we have in store for tonight? After that, but yeah. yikes. Anyway, so what I think we should. Who the fuck is that, dude? What? Holy shit! Is that fucking Ace? Is that Ace? Did Ace just smash up his friggin' car again? <laughs> what the? F- Hey, what's up, guys? 
It's fucking drunk ace 80s freely. I just fucking came out of the 80s and I'm fucking here to talk to you guys. Uh, somebody told me I had to see fucking Tom and Zeus. Is that you two fucking guys? Dude, this is the fucking weirdest night of our lives. Wow, we're getting visited by the ghost of Kissmas Past, who's drunk 80s ace? Wow. I'm fucked up, but so I I I I'm gonna forget this, but I, I I'm I'm supposed to show you three people. You have to talk to these guys, and they're gonna tell you about things about Kish in the past. And what you could make Kiss better. And if. Dude, you're right. Dude, I think Ace needs help. I mean, I think I don't know if he's drunk as a concussion from that wreck or what is happening here. Jesus Christ. He's, he's still I'm, going I'm at it. I'm fucking all right. Listen, just give me my fucking Les Paul. And why don't you go over there and why don't you start your fucking interviews? All right. Wow. All right. So let's get three guys lined up. Who do we got first? All right. Well, let's get started. Let's uh, this dude right over there. Stephen Wright from Potter Than Hell. Let's go talk to our buddy Steve. Wow. Awesome. Okay. All right. So I guess, Tom, um, we're going to talk with our first person that's going to help us out here. Talk about their Kissmas wishes from the Kissmas past. And our first guest is Mr. Steve Wright from our friends over at Potter Than Hell podcast. Welcome, Steve. Hi guys, thanks for having me and uh Merry Christmas. Yes, you too. So what do we got for three Christmas wishes from the past? Okay, now and when I give you these, you have to remember once I say these, it's gonna change everything as it goes <laughs> along. Okay, it might. It might. Okay. Okay. Um all right. So the the first thing I would wish for is um, and I know Zeus is a big Peter Chris guy, and uh, some of my my things are going to involve him. Oh I think no! That they, I think that they should have probably gotten rid of him after Kiss Me's the Phantom of the Park. Ooh. It would have been a perfect time to bring Eric Carr in, and like you know, he didn't show up for looping. You know, yeah. the, the the famous Paul thing. Yep. And so if you if you get Eric Carr in for Dynasty, say. Although I, I would miss having Dirty Living on an album for sure. Yep. But like you know, he didn't plan anything like that. So if you have Eric, say you it works out where Eric Carr is the guy that comes in in 1979. Think of how much more dynamic Dynasty is going to be, and think of how much more dynamic um, Unmasked is going to be. Um, maybe Eric gets them back that feel where. Um, you know, he's more of a, a, a Zeppelin fan, more of, uh, you know, like a, like a hard rock guy than a, you know, swing jazz type guy that Peter is. Maybe he gives them that kick in the ass in 1979, 1980, where, say, Unmasked comes out and you have albums coming out like the first Iron Maiden album, uh, Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. And then you can put Unmasked up with those albums 
as a harder rock album. Maybe you don't get that polished popness. Maybe you get that Creatures of the Night type vibe from them if Eric Carr comes in in 1979 instead of when he comes in in 1980. All right, that is interesting, and I like it. But I'm wondering, as much as I, as much as the idea is interesting, I'm wondering if who, if the drummer would have even mattered at that time. If, if meaning, would Kiss just have wanted to produce those kinds of pop, you know, upbeat kind of albums and and not the heavier stuff? But you you never know. If you have somebody like Eric there or at that time, who knows? Because you're right, Paul. Uh, Peter was pretty much irrelevant during Dynasty and Unmasked for the you know for the most part, uh, but that that's an interesting one, definitely. Yeah. So let me for me. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking out loud here. Peter versus I would lose. I would lose. Uh, what do you call it? Dirty, Dirty Living. Living, which I wouldn't like. Yep. But the I drumming wouldn't like it isn't. Yeah, the drumming isn't anything that it would be. Like you don't sit there and listen to Dynasty and be like, oh, the drumming's off. Right. Would the drumming even better drumming make that album better? Same thing with Unmasked. And then they went into The Elder, right? Mm-hmm. Those three albums were gonna be those three albums, no matter what. And that's and what the, I meant. Yeah. And the drumming isn't gonna change that because I think they had it in their heads, like, let's put out a pop album, let's yep. put out a disco album, let's put out a concept album. I like See, I'm thinking, thinking, meaning like the tours may have been different. The attitude may be different. There's the kick-ass where Peter started falling off and then Ace started doing the same thing too. Maybe that would have changed if Eric brought in that energy earlier. I get your point. Right. Just that was my thing. It was, the, it was the vibe because I think Ace would have had another ally as well that it, it may have pushed them in a, in a, in a heavier direction. I mean, okay. you know, like you never know, but – I think, and, and Zeus, you said it too, with like the attitude, I think, may have, because like Ace may have thought, well, Peter doesn't give a fuck, so I might as well not give a fuck too. So right. if he has Eric in there, you know, you bring that, uh, even though he's older than Paul, um, you, you have that, that youthfulness, that that newness. Because like, look at some bands that have, you know, that you thought were done and they brought in new guys and they're just rejuvenated, like Judas Priest and, you know, bands like that. So. Um, okay. That that was my that was my thinking on that. Not the drumming itself, just the attitude that he would have brought. You have a good point on that, Steve. And the only problem that I, the other issue that I always have is, I'm always one of those people that like, if you mess with it a little bit, you mess everything up the timeline. So you're like, right. what's your favorite song off of that album? That is. Then maybe it wouldn't have been on that album. Maybe they wouldn't have done it. And so you're like, as great of other things you might have turned out if Eric Carr was in there. But what if they took off this song that's one of my favorites? What if they didn't do this? Ah, yeah. And I love all my kiss. I, the only thing I would say is like I wish they maybe filled another album in there or something. I don't know. Yeah. But that's just me. What well, do you got for a, number two? Yeah, what do you got for number two, Steve? That number three. That's oh. that number three was a good one. What do you got for number two? Okay, now number two can change number three. So when they do the solo albums in 1978, Peter Chris says, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to do this Soul Station album. Um <laughs> I'm going to do a hard rock album in the vein of you know what you get with Dirty Living, Baby Driver, Hooligan. Songs like you get an album like that from Peter. Maybe that re- rejuvenates him into the band. Maybe that gives him the you know, say he gets you know 
cred from that, from recording a hard rock album. Because if he did that, it would kick Gene's album in the ass big time. Um, I don't know if it would compete with, you know, Paul and Aces, but I mean, we don't know that. But if he throws a hard rock album out there, I think that maybe rejuvenates his interest in the band. And, you know, maybe he says, you know, I need to go to rehab or something like that. But I think that if he throws out a hard rock album like an Ace or Paul type album, I think his trajectory in the band is going to be different as well. I like the Peter-centric uh, topics here, especially that Eric. I love that era. That's interesting because you're right. What Would that have had any effect on Peter or the band or the future? Um, nobody knows, but we do know what Paul and Gene thought of Peter's album. And was that kind of like the beginning of pushing him and getting that, quote-unquote, his other foot out of the door if the first one was already out the door? Yeah, you're right. That's a, that's a, that's a great what if. Um, look. Zeus and I have said that we're fans of the Peter record. We acknowledge that it's not a quote unquote kiss record, but you're right. I love the songs he sings on those original six albums. They are all fantastic. And I think that's what people wanted from that album. And they didn't get it. Um, but no, that that's an interesting one. Zeus, what are your thoughts on Steve's number two? So number two, basically Peter's album being more hard rock. Yeah. Then um, I could dig it. I would only say that I wish he did a double album with some hard rock tracks on there. Cause I wouldn't want to lose. Right. The, the songs that I do like in, I like that style that he does. I think it fits him. Well, I like those songs. I do. Okay. I like the album. It's just not a kiss album, but I, I think that's a good one. So kiss, uh, Peter Chris's is a heart has, uh, is a hard rock album. All right. Nice. Okay, number one. All right. Number one, this is something that, a ton of Kiss fans complain about the album Hotter Than Hell. I think if they go back in time and they record Hotter Than Hell in New York City, where they recorded the first album, and bring Eddie Kramer in that did the demos for them, records that, I think you have a totally different album. Um, not as rushed. I think he would take more time in the studio with those guys. And, uh, because maybe give them the 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 music lesson type thing that Bob Ezrin did with them with Destroyer. I think you'll have more of a structured album. You'll have definitely have a, a different sounding album. And I think the songs would be um, not more polished because you, you really don't want polished songs with with Kiss, especially back in the day. Yeah, you're not gonna and you're not gonna get a uh, a Dynasty or an Unmasked out of Eddie Kramer. That's for sure. So you're gonna get something more of a. Of a, of a rock and roll over love gun feel to it earlier in the band. And I think that that maybe gets them out there a little more and a little more, you know, and even in the industry, I mean, Eddie Kramer was a name back then, even then. So that would give the band a little more credit recording with, uh, you know, a, a known producer on their second album. And I think that would definitely, you know, set them maybe not on a different path, but like a quicker path to where they ended up getting to. Yeah, that's one that you're, you're right. A lot of Kiss fans talk about that, and yeah, you, no one's going to argue with that. You're right because to me, the 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 songs on Harder Than Hell, I think are are it, some of their best material by far. But I'll be completely honest with you, I have a hard time coming back to that album because of how bad it sounds, and it just it really just sonically just 
is is garbage. I mean, it works on some songs like Watching You and, and Parasite and Strange Ways. But even then, if you like you bring somebody like Eddie Kramer, if he love guns that album, I mean, that could end up being potentially one of my favorite albums. But it's not an album I go back to a lot because of that, uh, which is unfortunate, which is why anything that I listen to on Harder Than Hell is either from Alive or the store. You know, I, they, I know they did Coming Home and Going Blind on Unplugged. I seek out those versions because they just sound better to me. But no, that, right. that's that's one that we talk about. Kiss fans talk about a lot. Zeus, yeah, and, and actually, oh, uh, before you get going, Zeus, I yep. listened to Hotter Than Hell today, and I I am a head on around, and coming home came on, and yep. I'm like, what the fuck song is this? Sounds terrible. And, and honestly, I was like, what the fuck is? This? So I had to pull out my phone. I'm like, oh, coming home because I'm so used to the unplugged version now, exactly. like the studio version. I'm like, ew, it's. That you're right. That's a glaring di- di- distinct between those two. The, the coming home sounds horrible on the album. Yeah the the first three albums. What are they better known as? Is less polished, more raw. Yeah. You add Eddie Kramer to that. You record that in New York. I think that's a great one, Steve. I, I think that's a pretty original. Not that you know better. The simple answer is always oh better production, harder than hell. But you came in pretty specific where and with who yep um i think that makes that stick out a lot more and maybe you know the best of the early three if you put those those two factors in there i think it could be the first like the ones that i do like are the ones that never hit the compilations all the way in in mainline those i would love to hear different versions of so i think those are awesome picks man steve we knew you'd come through for us brother absolutely thank you Absolutely. Steve, thank you for joining us for the annual Kissmas episode and your wishes were fantastic. And we wish you and your family and the guys from Potter Than Hell uh, an excellent Christmas season. And thank you again for making an appearance on our show. We appreciate it as always. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Love your show. You guys rock. And uh, like I said, you guys have become good friends over, over the last year and a half with the podcast and doing the live streams and, uh, have a Merry Christmas, guys. Love you guys. Thank, thank you, Steve. You too. Take care, buddy. Love you, brother. Say hello to the fam yeah. and uh, and uh, the gang. Take care, bro. Absolutely. Bye-bye. All right. Dude, that was awesome. Steve is Steve is pretty cool, huh? We love Steve. Gee, dude, oh, wait. I see to- Tony, from Re- Tony from Restrained is over there. Let's go see him. Yeah, let's go talk to Tony. So, Tom, I guess we're continuing with Kissmas Past. And who do we have with us this time? We have our good friend, Tony Musalem from the band Restrained. And if you are not familiar with Tony or the band Restrained, and you should be, Tony is our good friend who is responsible for the intro music to the Shout It Out Loudcast bonus episodes. But more importantly than that, he's the guitarist for the band Restrained. Awesome hard rock slash metal band. They're amazing. Check them out. It's Restrained, R-E-S-T-I. R-A-Y-N-E-D, Restrained, awesome hard rock band. Tony, welcome to Shout Out Loudcast. Thank you for celebrating Kissmas with us. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me, although I think I might be on the wrong episode because I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> oh, yeah, we go. I know. Tony, uh, Tony's tony been on the show, but he's been always at like he was on the live cast with us before, and he was also uh, him and Pooney were doing that fucking 
rig, uh, that rig, uh, <laughs> Kiss Jeopardy, whatever the fuck that was. Oh, that Kiss, was horrible. Uh, Kiss, what was it? Best Friends. Oh, BFF the uh, episodes oh. where they stole the election from us. <laughs> hey, but, you know what? Don't hate the player. Suck less. All right. And I was just going to compliment him. I was talking with Tony. Was it last week? And we were going over a lot of the songs. So Restraint just released, Tom, their new album, yes. God of War. Awesome. I went and got the uh, VIP portion of their, uh, of their uh, package, which comes with the CD, signed autograph, lyrics, some stickers, um, and a T-shirt. And Tony and Tony will uh, come to your house. That's part yes. of the VIP package too. And you get right, to right. make out with Tony. He came yeah. here all the way from Cali, and yep. we made out for a little bit. Yep, but right. the best part is his CD is very good. No oh, lie. Yeah. And the one thing that I we were talking about, we were going over the tracks. We we're going over what was my favorite, what was I listened to, and how I really got into it. And it's always amazing. Like it's like this is my friend's band, and this is fucking good. Like yep. he doesn't have to be my friend for me to listen to this. I'm not just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Floop, throw it out yep. the window. <laughs> I, this is good. And my and the one thing I picked up on Tom, I said to him, this song alone. I don't know. Is he singing in a different register or something? What's going on with this? I like this song. And then what did it? What was about that song that was different? I don't know what was it about. It was. I'm waiting different. for him to tell. <laughs> oh, okay, I set okay. It up. He's okay. too dumb to fucking hit it out of the park. Go ahead. <laughs> it's me singing lead on the on the verses. As yes. Well. Yeah. Tony does a great job, and I was yep. like thinking it was like, huh? It almost sounded like Rat when they did "You're Giving Yourself Away," and I'm like, dude, is that Stephen Piercy? I don't know. Is he sing? He's singing differently. I don't know what it is. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, is that what his lead singer is doing here? And I'm like. Wait a minute. And then he answered for him. Tony does a great job, even singing. Yep. Wow. Thank Man. God his, his band isn't selling because of their looks, though. Woo. Oh. <laughs> God damn. God damn. Yeah. Hey, they're in the, like I said before, in the at least Grim Arnie. Reaper category, Tom. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting you back, brother. Oh. Just Tony Brutal. is what you would call a handsome man. I do all right. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so let's get back to why you're here, brother. All we right. are doing three Christmas wishes. You're handling the past. Mm. Uh, give us number three. Okay. So uh, I was thinking about it, and I'm I'm wishing that Kiss never recorded a cover. Like oh. ever. Like ever. Think about Love Gun without that stinker there. Perfect. Right? I like no Kiss in Time. Perfect. Right? Then she kissed me. I mean, seriously, why? Do yeah. we need it? No. You guys write songs. What, what's the problem here? So I think every album that they've done that has a cover on it would have been better without it. I'm not going to argue with that because people who listen to the show know how much I love Love Gun, and yep. that is a perfect record. But the only thing that makes it a perfect 10 is, and then she kissed me. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the, the tracks on a live the side four of a live two, like that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great one. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. Number three. All right. But then Tony, you tell me, I'm not a big fan of the song. Is that you? I'll give yeah. a shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of that song. So I'm okay with that gone, but I mean, here's the like kicker. It. King of the nighttime world. So technically, technically a cover. <laughs> yeah. I'm not so? getting rid of that. 
So that's the only and, thing. And, oh no, they can they, they can take all that shit. No, I, don't, I don't need any of it. That's not How's that? Wow. That's yeah. Damn. But that's, send your that's, letters to uh, <laughs> no shit at gmail.com. <laughs> wow. All right, it's a good one for you, brother. What do you got? All right, next one. I wish they actually finished Carnival of Souls properly. So I wish they produced it properly, fixed all the weak vocals. I mean, like, you know, Paul's whiny in certain areas. It doesn't sound good. The freaking drums sound like cardboard boxes, for God's sake. There's no reason for that album to sound so shitty. And I know that they were trying to go for a more aggressive, kind of edgy, and like you guys talked about before, kind of maybe almost grungy-ish sound, but it doesn't have to sound like mud and like they're playing, like I said, on cardboard boxes, for God's sake. They could have finished the record properly and it would have been, I like the album, first of all, a lot, uh, but I think it would have been a lot better if they actually took the time to finish it the way that they probably would have if the reunion tour hadn't started. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, you've heard us talk about Carnival of Souls, you know, uh, how how much I specifically am, am a huge fan of the album. Um, and you're right. You know, we always talk, we, we, you know, we've talked Kiss What Ifs before. And you got to wonder, you know, if they did technically finish that, you know, because the album is called what? Carnival of Souls, the, the final sessions, you know, because it was never fully mastered and finalized the way you described. You got to wonder what that would have done. Would, would it have made it better? Probably, probably. <laughs> You know, could have, like you said, thickened up those drums a little bit more. Maybe, like you said, fix some of the vocals. But as it stands, I don't have a problem with it. But if we if we could know if if we could know that it would improve the album, absolutely do it. But sometimes touching stuff that I already like makes me, you know, it makes me nervous if I already like the album. Um, but that being said, I, I wouldn't have a problem if they did kind of tweak it and put out like a remastered or a, or a finally produced uh, version of it. Cause I love it. And they, they couldn't, they couldn't make it worse in my opinion. Zeus. Yeah. But I mean, that's, oh. uh, that's, that's what I'm saying there is yeah. before they even let us hear it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Properly yep. put it out. Okay. You know what I mean, okay. So I'm going to trust the musician amongst <laughs> the three that, you know, what's missing and what's not as far as the production goes. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't tell. I will tell you my partner's um, advocacy for the album is paid off. I like it a lot more than I like. If we did our podcast in the beginning and Carnival of Souls was the first album we reviewed, holy fuck, would that thing get destroyed? <laughs> yep. Now is a big sure. difference, and that's what I like about this podcast: talking about Kiss, listening to the same stuff. You, all of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, I actually like this song. What the fuck's the matter with me? How do I like this? Yep. And then something else, you're like, ah, you get tired of it. But that's a good one, Tony. What do you got for your number one? Okay, so I was trying to figure out how to say it. I, originally, I was going to say I wish they stopped before releasing Sonic Poop or Sonic Boom Boom, whatever. Either <laughs> way, it's Sonic shit. But um, <laughs> what? No, but I think what I, what I really wish was that the reunion tour was just a reunion tour. And they continued on with Bruce and Eric after that. To me, they were releasing really good stuff. I don't need a reunion and a new record like Psycho Circus, right? Where the original members aren't even all playing on the damn thing anyway. What was the point of that, right? Mm -hmm. I know you guys have talked ad nauseum about that. Mm -hmm. So what was the point? Why, Why do all this? I know what the point is. It's money. But I just wish... 
they got the original four together, did a reunion tour. It was great, right? I went, I went every single time they were anywhere near us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do that, maybe even go, you know, twice around. I don't care, but then go back to what Kiss actually was, which was with Paul, Gene, Bruce, and Eric, and continue on. Dude, that is awesome! Wow. Um, We've talked about this a couple times before, especially our, our buddy Jericho, who said he was like one of the few that was like disappointed that they put the makeup back on and, and did the reunion. Now, I'm, I wouldn't I will go that far. The reunion was was magic as a, as a young Kiss fan. But you're right. I loved the track that they were on. I loved Revenge. I loved Carnival of Souls. That's my favorite lineup of the band. And as much as I loved the reunion now they become a nostalgia act, you know, a, a, a Vegas act, and now it's now now it's just a, a trip down memory lane when you see them, which which is fine. But for people like us who see them every time they tour, it would be nice to, to it would be nice to have that feeling of a band with a new album and promoting a new album and and doing different things. So I, I'm, you know, people may be surprised by this. But I'm on board with it because the last three albums: Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Zeus. Yeah, I would say I'd like that idea almost, but I, I would say if they could go, how about switch it on and off? Every other tour, hey, Ace, you want to make a little bit more money? All right, and we'll have a tour with them. And then go back to Bruce. Go back to uh, Bruce and Eric. And then have that in their back pocket if they want to. Because, I, I mean, as much as... I've seen them in makeup now probably 10 times since the reunion, at least. And uh, I know, like, do I really need to see them six through 10? Probably not. But <laughs> right. if I didn't and those stopped in 2003, I'd be fucking yearning for it. Like, oh, I wish I could see Gene drip blood or fly yeah. on top. No, and do God of You'd be missing that. So. I know what maybe, you mean. Maybe a little in the middle would work a little bit better, but I like your idea. And you know what? There are people like you that said, fuck this, go back to that album, like that lineup and that style of music. I could certainly admit that I bet you the albums would have been better yep. if those four did them than whatever they did the last three albums, right? Oh, if yeah. it was Bruce, Eric me. Singer, and Paul and Gene. It would be better albums than what they've got out the last three albums. Yeah, I admit that. 100%. 100%. I mean, yep. even if they did, like you're saying, you know, maybe a residency where when they do the residency in, in Vegas or something with the makeup, but the actual band is the band that tours. You know what I mean? So there's an opportunity to go see Kiss with makeup because, I mean, like you, Tommy, I'd never seen them with makeup before. So when they, the reunion happened, I was ecstatic. Oh, yeah. But I don't need to keep seeing the same damn show with the same damn set list. What's the point? Yeah, of that, you know, like the Eagles have done like limited tours now after Glenn Fry has passed away. They would put in his son and Vince Gill and they will do like 10 city stops. Do mm-hmm. something like that where you're, you're still playing with Bruce and Eric and then maybe do a, a 10 city stop with the makeup and you could do stadiums if you did that. Sure. And sell sure. fucking hundred dollar tickets, even though they're probably doing it now anyways. But you right. get the point. And like it's, they could it, do that because there'd be a demand for it with the original every once in a while. And right. nobody would care if there was another drummer back there helping Peter along. Fucking Don Henley's got two fucking drummers back there. No one gives a shit. No one's like, oh, 
that's fucking bullshit. No one cares. You could get away with doing that stuff, and no one would care because it'd be the original four, and then you have the other version of Kiss. And I bet you the fans, everyone would be getting along. That's a great idea. And it's, like funny it. too, and it's funny, too, because Gene, Gene is like the marketing genius maximizing every dollar, every Kiss dollar. And you're right. How did he not? Did, did Was it something that maybe they didn't want to trouble themselves with? Maybe they didn't want to juggle two different things? But, you know, it sound, it's not, as a Kiss fan, it sounds too good to be true to have both. But that's what wishes are for. So Great yeah. one, Tony. Listen, yeah, everybody know. out there, please go and get Restrain's new CD. And then you'll probably want to go back into their back catalog and get their older stuff. They've got two other previous albums. And they can go to Restrained.com, R-E-S-T-R-A-Y-N-E-D.com. And you can find Tony. He's on social media. He's always one of the knuckleheads liking and commenting on our stupid shit all the time anyways, right? Yep. And it's cool, too, because Tony on his social media, he posts stuff about his band. And he posts great pictures of him wearing shirts with no sleeves. <laughs> so you can always see his pipes as he's shredding oh. away. They're just wonderful pictures. I love to see on my <laughs> Facebook timeline. <laughs> he is a handsome and powerful man. That's right. I, I texted you the other day. There you go. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Tony, thank you so much for joining us for our annual Christmas show. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Good luck. Uh, happy holidays to you and your family. Good luck with restraint. Hopefully 2021 brings good things for not just your band, but for uh, for you in the family. So thank you again, buddy. Thank you, guys. Um, and I got to say, um, I know you, I've, you've read letters that are similar to this, but I have to tell you guys that, um, first of all, I'm very thankful for uh, meeting you guys, even though virtually. Yeah. Uh, big fan of you guys. And um, it's because of you guys that I started listening to Kiss again, because way back when Sonny had me on Grown Up Rock, on Wild Hair, I think episode number two or something, he was asking what my favorite bands were, and Kiss was not in the top three anymore. Wow. Right? And he Ooh. was like, wait, I thought that was, yeah, yeah. And so, but now, you guys got me listening to Kiss again, because I'm listening to your reviews, I'm like, wait, what? And yep. I'm, you know, and so, yeah, you guys got me back into it again, so That's thank awesome. you guys for that. That's a and, huge compliment. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and again, happy holidays to you guys, too. Uh, hopefully at some point we'll be able to meet in person too. Absolutely. You guys got me, you guys got really got me thinking about doing the kiss cruise now too, by the way. Absolutely. Oh, I already got him thinking about it. Yeah. There's a spot open. You two can have to battle for it. You can be with me and Sonny's better looking brother. Who's with nice. me in the cruise. Jesus <sighs> Christ. Talk about that's a loud room right there. Oh. I'd have to bring earplugs. <laughs> and a butt plug too. <laughs> You can get that for, and you can get one of those from adamandeve.com promo code loudcast. <laughs> yes. Oh Tony, thank you so much, Thanks. brother. We love you. Happy holidays, you and your family, man. Thanks, guys. You too. Take care. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, we love Tony. Wow, that was amazing too. What dude, there's more people. I is that I see Steven from Steven Michael from Growing Up Rock is there too. Wow. All right, Tom. So now. We are staying in the past, and where are we going? We're going to the Grown Up Rock podcast with our good friend Stephen Michael. You guys all know him and his awesome show, Grown Up Rock. Stephen, welcome to Shout Out Loudcast. Thank you for being part of our special Kissmas episode. That's right, fellas. I am the ghost of Kissmas past. 
Well, you ready. are you're some kind of ghost. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of ghost indeed. What's going on, man? Did you guys get me those gift mandals yet or what? They're coming. They're okay. coming. You will be getting the Christmas mandals. It's the, uh, the, the those it's the Scrooge mandals that you'll be getting soon. Will they will they be logoed uh, with uh, the shouted out outcast? Absolutely. We're working with Ed from Click T Shop. He's gonna start making footwear, yes. <laughs> and the cargo shorts to match. <laughs> yes, yes. Nice. We have our Kissmas wishes, which we're getting from all our podcast friends and brothers, and you are included in this, my friend. So what's uh give us your three? Start with number three. What do you got? All right. So at number three, I think this might have been pretty cool, which is I wish we would have gotten a little bit more time with Mark St. John. Oh, okay. Um, Meaning, and what I mean specifically, is we really don't have any video with him, hardly at all. I mean, he did, what, a show and a half, maybe? Yep. Uh, And so it would have been cool to see how that materialized, maybe if he had made it to to, uh, Asylum and just kind of see how that all developed. We never really got to see that. We got him for an album, and uh, there's a lot of stuff on Animalize that I absolutely love. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just would have been it would have been interesting to see at least get some video footage of him. Maybe there'll be some that gets released later on down the road that's in the Kiss uh, vault, but that would be cool. I think that's an interesting one. That's good because you're right. Whenever we talk about Kiss, it's weird that you have Mark St. John. And, and he's like literally like a blip on the radar, like diehards like us know him. We like animalize. We've seen him in the, you know, the heavens on fire video and stuff, but you're right. You know what? You didn't really get to know him or learn about him. And unfortunately we, we, we recently did a Mark St. John specific episode and talked about him in his quick kiss career. And obviously his tragic, you know, passing and everything. And you're right. I think that would have been interesting because especially that era of, of guitar shredding you know maybe another album out of him as much i mean we love bruce but maybe if he stuck around for another album and his his talents were fleshed out a little bit more yeah yeah i can see this pick because we all know i think on the last episode you were on with us steven you love you some i've had enough oh god man right and that solo and that guitar work I both I believe me and Tom when we ranked his contributions because of course when you're a Kiss guitarist you don't play on every song on a Kiss album because that's how <laughs> they do their things so we ranked all seven contributions and both of us had I've had enough as far as Mark St. John contributions as number 1 and we know you love that song. Yep. Yeah, that song ranks up there for me in in all of the Kiss catalog. I mean, I really really love that song. You drop the needle on animal eyes, and that's the first thing you hear. If your Easy. ears, if your ears aren't pinned back, you got issues. Yep, excellent, great tune. That's a that's you know what? That's a pretty original take, uh, Stephen. I haven't heard that from anybody yet, so that's great. Uh, what do you got for number two? So number two is a little bit similar, but for different reasons. So my number two is that I wish we would have gotten Vinny a little bit longer, but more or less for the songwriting purpose. So I would have mm-hmm. liked to have seen what he could contribute, oddly enough, to Animal Eyes and Asylum had he stuck around. I don't necessarily care about his playing so much or even him in the band, but his writing credits on Revenge 
if we would have gotten some of those writing credits, he didn't even really need to be a part of the band for me, but if we would have gotten some of those writing credits in Asylum and Animalize, what would have become of those, those albums? That's a great one. And we briefly talked about that in one of our recent episodes. We talked about Vinny sticking around for a little bit, you know, after Lick It Up, if he'd stuck around for Animalize, both both as a guitarist uh, and or a songwriter, because you're right. People have their issues with Vinny, you know, off stage, behind, whatever. But musically, people might not be a huge fan of, of his style, but but his songwriting abilities are undeniable, whether it's Lick It Up and especially Revenge. He's fantastic. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Vinny, both with the guitar and without the guitar. So that's that's a good one. I, I, I love that. We When we did the Mark St. John, I think that became a poll question for us. And we talked about what would you rather have had? Yes. Would you rather have had Bruce come in on Animalize, start early, or would you rather Vinny stayed on for another? I chose Vinny. I would love to see, and I specifically, like you mentioned, it's not so much the guitar playing, because I think his guitar playing in Kiss is perfect because they reined him in. Mm-hmm. It's the songwriting. I wonder mm-hmm. how much better those songs, you know, there's probably three or four songs there on Animalize, especially the bottom two that are, to me are just throwaways. Imagine <laughs> if you had Vinny on there writing uh, three songs on that album. And if he got all those writing credits on Lick It Up, he would have had, uh, he would have been on at least, um, you know, half of those on Animalize. And that oh, yeah. would have been something to yep. see. You know, and some people say, well, you kind of saw what would have come of Animal Eyes with some of the stuff that showed up on Vinnie Vincent's uh, Vinnie Vincent Invasion record. Mm-hmm. However, yep. I would um, play devil's advocate in that and say it's not Vinnie by himself. It's Vinnie with Paul and Gene exactly. that create yep. that chemistry. So that's really the truth of the matter, you know? They would rein him in, not that fucking solo from... Boys are going to rock, gonna rock. About every <laughs> solo ever invented thrown in in, in a two-minute clip. Yep. Whatever. Right. Yep. What's yep. your number one, buddy? Uh, my number one? No. Uh, I need to go back and listen to that uh, Mark St. John episode you guys did because I was just explaining earlier. I just haven't had the opportunity to listen to podcasts lately because you're not in your car anymore. So exactly. Yep. I'm having the, I'm having the same problem. I'm backed up. All my subs, all my episodes are backed up. So yeah. But what do you got for number one? All right. So my number one is really important to me. And what bought this on is I know you guys, you guys have heard of the band kicks, but you're not, uh, mm-hmm. you may or may not be fans but recently they went back into their catalog and they remastered, but they also remixed mm. two of their best albums, Midnight Dynamite and uh, Blow My Fuse. Mm-hmm. And the difference is incredible. Like to my ears, it's unbelievable. And why this is important is because I would absolutely love to hear a remaster slash remix of hotter than hell and hot in the shade Mm. because hotter than hell or hotter than hell is a great album, but it's always been a problem for me sonically. It just, it doesn't sit well. And I know some people are like, well, I love that of it, but I do not love that of it. And I love the songs and just would love to hear 
what that would sound like if it was remastered and remixed. And then uh, Hot in the Shade, I'd like them to do the same thing and do what everybody talked about, which is maybe cut out some of the stuff, some of the riffraff, and just make a kick-ass album. But that would be my number one. Okay, yeah, and the hot, hotter than hell has is, a lot of people have have strong opinions on that. Uh, we've heard we've heard that from from a few different people, and I think the reason that some people have strong opinions on that is because, like you said, people love that album. The songs on it are some of their best, and I, I'm on record as saying that if it was remixed or re-recorded, it may be my favorite album. But I struggle listening to it because of it. Now, Hot in the Shade, I love Hot in the Shade. I don't really fault its production or its mixing or recording because it was 1989 stuff was kind of thin around that time. I know what people say it's thin, but anything that would make that bring, bring a little thickness to that album, maybe turn up the drums, make the guitars a little bit stronger. And, you know, I, I would have no problem with, but hotter, hotter than hell. I'm, I'm more fervent with my opinion on that hot in the shade. Um, I would, I'd be interested to see what they could do with it, but yeah, that that's, that's a great one for sure. So, See, we got two other people in the that mentioned that in the past, Hotter Than Hell. So it's obviously something that Kiss should be doing. Do you have, let me ask you, do you have anybody specifically that you would want to go back and to play with that album, Hotter Than Hell? I don't know. And let me be clear, uh, to answer your question, no, not off the top of my head. But to be clear, it doesn't need to be re-recorded. I yep. think that it can be remixed. Right. Mm -hmm. So get a producer involved, maybe somebody a little bit more modern. We're not talking about changing the songs at all. If no, I no, no. I, and I probably and I probably misspoke when I said that. What I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, a producer to come in, remaster it, pull it out, put a little touches here and there and stuff. But nobody's coming back in and go, OK, fix up that part. I, no, I, no, I, no, yeah. no. Right. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, you know, maybe somebody like uh, a Kevin Shirley or um, uh, oh God, the the guy that did the last Judas Priest record. I can't remember his name. Andy, uh, Andy, somebody or other. But anyway, uh, those guys are pretty modern and are getting good sounds on the album. So maybe yeah. they would do a really good job thicken it up a little bit. Uh, you know, that's, that's just some of the stuff I would like to, uh, see what, you know, what the possibilities would be with something like that. So on the last episode, we did our kiss grievances, our little Seinfeld stuff. And, yep. um, my thing was hot in the shade when they did the remasters of all the kiss albums. And that was 97, 98 through 99, I think. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do 89's hot in the shade. And you're playing, and back then, you know, you're, you throw all your new CDs that are remastered on shuffle, and then all of a sudden a song would come on from a hot in the shade. You'd be like, fuck. And you go to your stereo and you'd have to turn it up. And then the yep. other songs would come on, and you're like, holy shit, turn that down. It just drives me nuts. And I think those songs could use it. Yeah. And I, I think it would be great. So you, you picked up two, those are two of my favorite albums, and yet they both could use some work. I agree with you. Yeah, and a yep. lot of people don't know the difference in remastering and remixing. It's really two different things and adds mm -hmm. a lot because a lot of bands are remastering their originals. I mean, all, all these bands are re-releasing remastered um, records. And to my ears, a lot of times 
I can't necessarily tell the difference, but when you get a remastered and remixed album, like mm -hmm. the kicks records that I mentioned earlier, you can for sure tell the difference. And it's, I mean, it's awesome if it's done right. Yeah, agreed. And you got to wonder why Kiss isn't touching that. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the thing that makes Hot in the Shade so iconic is that people love it, but it is murky. And that's kind of the little niche that it has in the Kiss catalog. I don't know. Hot well, in the Shade or Hotter than Hell? Hotter than Hell. Hotter than uh, Hell. Hotter than yeah. Hell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the only problem is I always fear is that whole George Lucas Star Wars stuff where you're <laughs> fucking screwing with it so much. Now yep. you've seen the thing over again and you're picking up all the different changes that just don't fit. And that's where you've come focus on. You can't just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, like, like they did, like, like they did with smashes, thrashes and hits, but we'll save that for when we review that compilation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, it can be overdone. I think, uh, you know, there's only so much they can do with, uh, tape from that old. I mean, they're going to, they would have to rebate those tapes anyway, because of the, uh, you know, the era that those were recorded, but there's only so much they can do. Uh, yeah. To fix those. And that costs money. And, you know, times are really tight for Gene Simmons and <laughs> Paul Stanley. And I don't know if they can afford to do that right now. So excellent are you point. Are you kidding? They're doing a live stream and charging me 35 bucks through, oh, uh, yeah. tra through travel. Zoo. Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, listen, Steven, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for keeping the tradition alive. Uh, wish you, your family, everybody, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you guys. And uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. From the Grown Up Rock podcast family to yours. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Stephen. Happy holidays. Thanks for joining us. See you guys. All right. Steven's hilarious. That was great. Oh, look over there, dude. It's wow. fucking Carrie Stevens. Oh my. That's it is there. Wow. Well, we're spending our time with you now, if that's okay. Well, so that's good. That, okay. That shows a little bit of taste on your part. Thank you. <laughs> a little bit, yes. We try so to this go is on. gonna be a this is gonna be a positive three things, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So we're basically gonna ask three things, you know, that you would change. Those are your Kissmas wishes. So it, whatever, but it has to be something in the past. Like I wish they did this. Or I wish they didn't do this. I don't know nothing about their presence so far. Do I? Yeah. Okay. That's, we thought we would switch everybody up, not have everybody have the same thing. So we said, let's put certain people. And obviously you, you, nobody would have the same things as me anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's we, right. we kind of thought that yours would be better because you do have a past with the band and right. that makes sense. Right, so Tom, that's the only thing that makes any sense about this. But far away. All right, Are so you Tom, you want to start it up? Okay, well, let, let me uh, before you fire away. Yep. Let, so you're coming to me to ask me to go mm -hmm. back in time and ask three old Jewish men and their <laughs> car for Christmas presents. No. How does that make any no. sense? No, no. Let's slow down here. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna slow this down here. All right. <laughs> what we are asking people, we're gonna have like a bunch of guests on. So we have you, Carrie Stevens, the fantastic Carrie Stevens, author of the spectacular book that we have read 
unrated revelations of a rock and roll centerfold. We we have you here, and we need you to give us three wishes for you personally. Three things that you wish Kiss did differently. It's not in like the- they're like the three wise men or something. I mean, I'm no. sorry, I say three. Bruce. Okay, so if you want me to go back in time, there was Bruce Kulik and uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. So mm-hmm. three Jewish men and Eric, an Italian from <laughs> Brooklyn. You want me to go back and say what I want from all of them for Christmas or what I wish would have happened on Christmas? Yes. From the three, Jewish th- men in the 80s and Eric too, or just the Jewish men? Well, it could be the 80s. It could be original uh, kids. See, you could say, okay, I wish. I, I'm, I'm interrupting. What specifically would you like to know from me? Okay. Pick whatever you want. It doesn't have to be three Jewish men because there was Ace in the band too, and well, there was no, Peter not too. Not when I was a part of but this. It could it be was, just the whole history. Around. Here's I an example. There when Ace was there, you're literally asking for uh, three Jewish men to give me Christmas presents. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, all right. We're gonna I'm, I'm, get banned with the Jewish. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you if an I example. Get banned from the Shout Out Loudcast. Oh my god, it'll be oh my, my proudest moment. Oh I'm gonna give god. you. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you an example. It would be no, like this. Get banned from this show. You know, no, we, we are gonna, gonna get banned. Not you. Oh we're <laughs> no. Okay. No, 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 they're gonna. They're gonna, gonna be ban you. No, so here's an example. Okay. Uh, one of my wishes is I wish back in 1985 that they let Eric Carr sing more songs on Asylum. Oh, God, that's such a boring answer. That's right, no, but, but that's an example. example. That's an okay, example. You're boring. Okay, let me correct you. Okay, <laughs> Don't be so bo- let's go back in time. Um, what I wish for Christmas, even though I'm okay, we went over that. Okay, so I wish that. The guys would have knocked back some fucking eggnog or, you know, maybe some Manischewitz. Just, you know, loosened up a little bit. Because had they loosened up a little bit, perhaps they might have found uh, the Christmas spirit, which is about giving. And maybe they would have been more generous. And maybe they would have come up with some good ideas, like the one I'm about to voice. How about taking the salary that Eric Carr would have received, roughly $300,000 a year, every single year, and donated that on Christmas or Hanukkah to the St. Jude's Foundation in, in honor of Eric. Why, why can't, couldn't they do something like that? It's a complete tax write-off to them. It's a charitable donation. And I think that um, I'm speaking for, <laughs> I don't want to speak for everybody, but um, yes, I think that would have been a fantastic Christmas wish and something that they could have carried on all of these years and it could have been like a, just the most beautiful tradition. So that's uh, that's my number one um, wish because that's something that could have continued on to help other people in a great cause and in Eric's name. And um, yeah, had only they, you know, relaxed and maybe uh, thought outside themselves. Um, and maybe it takes a little bit of the bubbly, as Chris Jericho would put it. You know? <laughs> So, you know, whatever it takes, just get your heart there, you know? Nope, that is fantastic. That's exactly what we're thinking about. That's exactly what we're asking for. All right, that's one. That's one. We need two more. Okay. (laughs) I wish that back in the day when Uh I would see Gene Simmons on the side of the stage going, oh, man, I'm so fucked up tonight. Okay, he would say the name 
the wrong city in the city we were in and the crowd would boo. And then he would correct himself and say, uh, oh man, I'm so fucked up tonight. What I really wish is that he really was fucked up that night because had he been a little bit fucked up that night, like the cool bands, like Van Halen, like Motley Crue, maybe he would have let Eric keep that drum solo. Okay. Maybe he would have let Eric have more songs more, um, more vocals. Cause we all know that he does a lot better than Paul does. We know that. Much. So, you know, I'm. Wow. That's a good one too. That's, that's number a, two. That's a great one. Wow. You're nailing him right now. Two for two. Last one. Um, one more thing that I want from old Jewish men. Okay, I know what the old Jewish men should have done. If Jesus. we could go back in time, I would like the uh, <sighs> real Jewish men. I'm reinventing history here. I would like them to have at least come down, even if they weren't going to drink, if they were not going to drink any Manischewitz or Jack Daniels, they could have at least come to the lobby bar and had some seltzer and mingled with Eric and I and the fans because they missed out on a lot. They missed out on so much. If you really think about it, they missed out on getting to know their fans the way Eric naturally did. Yeah. He, he, and they missed out on getting to know the special person that I am. They're finding out the hard way. And they also are getting, they, they missed out on, a bond with Eric deeper than what they had. And had they bonded with him, maybe, maybe they wouldn't have treated him the way that they did. Maybe things wouldn't have happened the way that they did. But what I can say um, from observation is that eventually they did figure it out. Otherwise, uh, why would they be having kiss cruises and uh, meeting all their fans suddenly Oh, for money for, for, because they charged them to do so. Oh, oops, my fault. Eric, Eric didn't do that. Excellent. You nailed it. See how easy that was? And those were creative, and those were awesome, and the listeners are going to love them. I am not. I'm scathing. Sorry. No, no. no that, they're that, original, and they're to you. That's what we love about it. They're original to Carrie Stevens. And they're personal. They're well, personal, exactly. too. I, I can't be anything else than, than myself. And I was talking to, you know, Christina about it tonight, because you happened to text me while I was at her place. Yep. And uh, That's Bruce's ex-wife. Well, that's just how it came up, because I said, yep. you know, I don't know what to say about this. I've got nothing really nice to say. Like, I don't want to say like, oh, oh, I wish they would have treated Eric better. But the fact of the matter is we were laughing at them because they were so business only. And Christina said, you know what? Just say you wish that they were more fun and not so all business because they were always all business. And when they came off the stage, you know, perhaps if they had been liquored up a little bit, perhaps if they had been slinging back the Manischewitz, they would not like have been such dicks, you know, like maybe they would have gotten off the bus and instead of yelling at each other, they would have like bonded and then maybe it would have, you know, maybe even more creativity and more greatness would come out of them, them. I'm saying them as a bundle of old Jewish men and Eric, not, not that any of this uh, was oh, Bruce's fault. But he, and there's nothing wrong with being Jewish. It just sounds funny, you know? Okay. Okay. I, don't, I, I think that every time you, uh, I think you have to look at everything in, in life with a sense of humor, which clearly you agree with me on, or you wouldn't be doing what you do. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. The one other thing I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up and ask you about one of the things that we've kind of commented on over time is the lack thereof of condolences or things in remembrance of 
for uh, the first time, isn't that obvious? It's for the first time, Paul put something out there, and I know you went off on him. I know you did. I'm just saying, for the first time, I know Gene put something out there on Twitter. Paul did as well. I didn't even see Gene's, to be honest with you. I think somebody probably retweeted Paul's. I don't follow them. I yeah. think that uh, I get enough kiss in my life, but uh, they follow me. I mean, not the band in particular, but, you know, my, my son, since he's been a small child, has been followed by kiss fans. You know, you know it, it's yep. a weird existence. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, what, you know, uh, one that, uh, as you know, I didn't really ask for, but I've, I've embraced it. And thanks to yeah. you guys, you know, I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't see jeans. It's nice that he wrote something and I, I believe it's sincere. Um, maybe Paul's sincere too. It's been a lot of years, you know, maybe he's sincere now. And that's great if he is. Uh, I have a little bit of inside information. I should probably not open my big fucking mouth, but. Um, yes, you are should. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You can't. You should. It's you can't. Uh, He's aware of how vocal I've been. He, I, I, he's very aware of how vocal I've been. And uh, he's changing his um, tune to match what I'm saying. Um, I'm not so sure it's um, sincere or if it's a manager or a publicist telling him that that's way to best, the best way to handle it. I don't really care, you know, as long as I'm um, living my um, most authentic life. That's all I can do. I don't have any um, regrets or anything. I, and it doesn't affect me one way or the other. I can just say I hope the intentions are well. That's all. Always a class act. Now, everybody out there, as always, we always tell people and we always uh, promote Kerry's book, Unrated Revelations of a Rock and Roll Centerfold, still out there. You do a VIP package. People yes, and my audio book is coming very soon for all you lazy awesome. people that don't like to read. Because I know I'm one of you. I do the same thing. I'm guilty. I don't really like to read much, especially if the writing's really small. Because <laughs> when, when does the audio book come out? I'm not an old Jewish man. Uh, <laughs> I do tend to. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> um, when does the when does the audio book come out, Carrie? Uh, any day. I mean, I think it'll okay. after Christmas. Uh, uh, they don't tell me. I just have to okay. Google myself every day and find out if it's up. If that's how uh, disorganized the system is. Um, uh, I'll tell you. You'll be the first to know as soon as I know. Awesome. But uh, it's really good. I can tell you that. I I got to proof it, and um, I'm amazed at how good it is. I hate listening to my own voice. Hate it. And just every time I thought the book went. Kind of like, oh, I sound like I'm reading a book. It's kind of boring. Then look, you hear the emotions in my voice, and it's powerful. So awesome. it's going to be can, a really great listen. Can I just say I something? I prefer the, uh, well, you already got the book, but I prefer yeah. everyone to see the book because then you can see the photos. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you're really lazy, no, you're not, you know, lost. Just get the audio book. Um, Carrie Stevens in the word boring. Do not coexist. Exactly. So you do not have to worry about that. Okay. Right. So I've we never been accused of being boring. Exactly. That's exactly. You can't. You can't. I do not think anyone. I've been accused of a lot of things. Never no, boring. Not boring. No. Yeah. We will definitely have you on again. You're one of our. You well. You know that our fans love you. Yes. And we love did, you. Did Bruce and Chris break my record? 
12. No, tell me they didn't. Tell me they didn't. That's awesome. They didn't break my record. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Merry Christmas, Carrie. Thank you so much from the bottom of our heart for coming on and being a friend of the show. Happy holidays to you, your loved ones. May it be a safe and better 2021. Okay, they broke they broke it like 10,000 times. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Don't oh. tell me that. Can you, you can, can you just like lie to me? Why can't you just like be nice and lie? Like, like the old Jewish men do. Oh, God, again with that, dude. Okay, now we got to put the caveat out here. I was only only 19 or 18 when I met those guys. Come on. To me, when you're 18, when you, they all, okay, now, okay, I'm going to stop, stop there. But that's, that's my point of view is that I was so young back then. That's my point. We read it. Nothing wrong with old Jewish men, but (laughs) the point is I was so young. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us to be part of the special holiday episode. Can you please wish our listeners a Merry Christmas from Carrie Stevens? Because they're going to want to hear that from you. Can I say Happy Hanukkah? <laughs> you, oh, you can say that, too, because we have a big Jewish oh contingency God, out I there, too. Burn in hell, aren't I? No, you yeah, won't. One way or another. Okay. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. You rock. You, uh, um, I don't know. Do what you keep doing what you do. You're so much fun. I love you guys. And uh, to the fans, oh my God, I cannot believe the amount of love and support I've received. And not one hater. I know None. just because I said that one person's going to try to send me something mean just to stand out. You know what? I'll. Uh, I, you can't even hurt me. Go fight. Go. You know. Go for it. Yeah. Well, it. I thought you were going to say I go fuck so yourself, but love, I can say that for so you. So full they- of love for, uh, and. And most of it is from the Kiss fans. I did not expect this. Like, honestly, I did not expect when I released my book. I didn't, I was ready for, you know, to be picked apart. And the more authentic I am, the more people like me. And it gives me so much pleasure to know that there are people out there that are, are genuine. And I'm so happy to be connecting with all of you. And that's why... Gene and Paul should have had a fucking drink or two, god damn it, down at the fucking lobby bar with me and Eric and the fans. You're the best. I would have understood what I understand now. I love you guys. Carrie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Rock. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we're going to have you back on sometime soon. Thank you so much. Okay, great. All right. All right, dude. Everybody's been great. (laughs) What the fuck was that with Carrie? We love Carrie. The holiday spirit is strong with her. Wow. What a talk about Christmas past. Almost wow. Speechless. Oh, Ace, where are you going? Hey, guys, I see you later. My pudgy friend over here in the Mandals is going to go. I got. I guess he's signing me up some fucking new upstart record label called Megaforce. He'll probably never bring it up again. I'll see you guys later. Good luck. Wow, that was fucking insane. Who do you think number two is going to be? I don't know, man. The ghost of Christmas present could be, I don't know, it could be anybody. (laughs) Holy shit. Is that, is that Gene? No, it is Gene. No, it isn't.
This is Gene Simmons, business mogul from KISS. And I'm here as the ghost of Christmas present to show you all the things about this band that you love or should be loving. And your friends are going to tell you all about it. Wow, dude. Now Gene is here. Business Gene is here. <laughs> no, it's business mogul Gene. Simmons. Wow. Oh, fuck. All right. There they are. Wow. So that's that. That's Ed over there from Click T Shop. Let's go over to Ed. Let's check him out. All right, Tom. So I guess we're talking to people to help us with Christmas present. And yep. first, we're going to go to our good friend, Mr. Ed Spangenberg from Click T Shop. And we talk about Click T Shop every week. He's a friend of the show. He designed our awesome show logo that you see. You can visit clicktshop.com, click with a K. Check out the Shout Out Loudcast gear, but more importantly and also awesome is the gear and the uh, imagery that he has created with KISS-inspired logos, designs, graphics, things from Wicked Lester, things from Phantom of the Park. Always check out Ed. Great stuff. Ed, welcome to Shout Out Loudcast. Thank you for coming back and visiting with us for our special Christmas episode. Exciting. Thank you for having me on, guys. All right. So, Zeus, what is Ed going to talk about tonight? Ed is going to talk about Kissmas present. So, three things that he wishes or wish they wouldn't or do or whatever. But ta- tell us, Ed, what's number three for you? All right. For number three, what I put together was I would love for the original four members to put together a studio album, a one last studio album. And, and the caveat with that is they reproduce four songs that they all did together. So you get the harmonies or whatever it is, the four of them, they all worked on together and that's half of the album. And then the other half of the album is let them do whatever the hell they want. Each member could do, you know, their own song, get people, the rest of the band involved. If they don't want to involve anybody, so be it. Let them do whatever the hell they want. And that would be like a perfect, like sign off, uh, going away album in my eyes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That would be four songs together. Awesome. Yeah. That would be a, that would be a kiss fans dream. That's, that's a, that's a wish and a half right there. So that, that's a great one to get us started. What do you got for number two? So I, I know this has probably come up before, but um, I would really love to see Kissology 4 come out. Mm. But with the Kissology 4, what I would really want to see is something that, like, the whole entire thing is footage I've nobody's ever seen before. You know what I mean? Like, yep. n- why go to, like, you know, YouTube and, you know, rehash some of the stuff is already out there i want to see something brand new we whether it's you know like behind the scenes or whatever there's you know there's stuff out there you know they they just would be great if they collected it and released something like that that would be awesome i would love love that i would jump on that in two seconds yeah perfect another one that's great everybody loves that everybody wants more Everybody wants more from Kiss, and especially, like you said, because it's such a visual band, 
more video footage, especially unearthed, unseen stuff that we have never seen before on any of the other Kissologies. Yeah, so you don't want to see Kiss Rocks Vegas or Kiss Nation uh, tour now on the Kissology floor is what you're saying. Right. Right. <laughs> Like the, the symphony thing they did with yeah there you go here it is kissology four <laughs> hey i like kiss symphony i have that I dvd do too. i'm I just saying do, like, but i can't watch it because they they, they switched the camera angle every half second. <laughs> oh, yeah it's bad oh, god yes. it's like you're having an aneurysm i'm like yes. just stop just stop. <laughs> those playstation seizures like ah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's bad <laughs> all right all right ed what's your number one all right, this is a good one. You guys are going to enjoy this one. So, the, <laughs> Paul Stanley puts out a meditation audio album, right? <laughs> but what he does is he recites his own social media posts from 2020. <laughs> so, you have the relaxing music in the background and you have Paul, you know, talking about going out voting or going out for a bike ride. <laughs> and he, <laughs> right? <laughs> So it's time to bust out the incense and peppermint oils and listen to Paul. <laughs> oh. I know. Wait, there is something out there. I saw it one time on Bill Maher's show. I thought it was a joke. There's like people that like do these audios, like rustling paper or like different <laughs> things, like that get people in moods or something like tapping on something. Yeah, like, the audio. It's, like, it's called yeah, it's called ASMR. It's like an audio. It's where people get um, excited by certain audio like sounds. Or bubble wrap, like yep. pop consistently. Yep. I got gelato. It was delicious. Yeah. I'm calling up Evan, and we're going to go for a bike ride. Please that go sound, out to vote. <laughs> that sound, hit, that sound you hear is me <laughs> snapping the chin strap on my bike helmet. <laughs> 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 Be safe. Wear a mask and wear your helmet. Click. See, Ed. Now that is awesome. That's a great first one, right? See, and, I, and I and I like and I like how your wish list was semi-realistic with some of the things, and then just a wish. Because when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to Christmas, you gotta you gotta wish big, you know. So you know. So what's the point? Exactly. Exactly. Outfield. Ed, Ed, that's a great Christmas wish list. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, everybody, you know, we always sing his virtues. Click T shop, K L I C K T E E S H O P dot com. All your kiss inspired uh, T shirts. You can get pillows. You can get beach blankets. Shout it out loud cast. Uh, I think you have the kiss uh, shout out loudcast piss cups coming soon in the new year, right? He's got everything. You want it, you'll find it on his shop. Ed is uh, 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 one of our earliest and dearest friends of the show and also of many kiss podcasters out there. He's uh, great to all of us, so let's be great to him. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, you and your family, Ed. You too, guys. Thanks so much. And you guys are uh, one hell of an act and I'm happy for all your you know success in the podcast world too that you've had this year and more to it in the, the coming years. Thank Good you, job. Ed. Ed, thank you very much. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to your family, and uh, you know have a great end of 2020. And we everybody can't wait for 2021. So thank you again for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Wow, that was awesome. We love Ed from Click T. Wow, amazing. And what another friend we. Is that Baco from Cobras and Fire? Let's go talk to Baco. 
So, Tom, we're continuing with our Kissmas present. And who did we manage to round up this time? Oh, our good friend of the show and fellow podcaster, the one and only Baco from Cobras and Fire. Baco, thank you for joining us on our annual Kissmas extravaganza. How are you tonight, my friend? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Oh, God. Here we go. Paul Stanley to be on the show tonight. <laughs> Who is that? You mean Paul P A W L? Or <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I didn't even know four XL was a shirt size. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> Have you met any Kiss podcasters? Ooh. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't met you guys yet. Is that there you, you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, Perfect. funny guy. Funny guy. Uh, so Tom, we are having Mr. Baco over here. Give us three Christmas present wishes that he has. Yes. Over to you, Baco. Number three. What do you got, buddy? You know, I can I uh, set this up a little bit. I, I, I thought about a, a couple different ways to go with this because my initial response is I want to go negative and just go, just go away, just stop. <laughs> no more Macy's Parade. No more playing for sharks. No more. I don't know, like assisted lead vocals, but you know what? Oh. In the spirit of Christmas, I want to do, or I'm, I'm sorry, Kissmas. I want to do something a little more positive. So, okay, this is surprising. Because you know, like I get so much shit every time I'm on your show. Like, oh, he's a dick, you know, <laughs> just a hater. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The the the, the funny thing. It, uh, when I talk about Kiss, that like everybody has a lot of cheap shots at me, but never say I'm wrong. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Anyway, but uh, my number three, my number three is give Wicked Lester a proper release. Ooh. It's it's time. Spend the time to clean up the recordings, mix them well, put versions. You know how you, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's all sorts of versions of all these recordings, right? Yeah. Do them all. Fucking. Clean them up. Put it all up. Put a nice fucking vinyl package together. Nice little cover. It's not 1977. Our, you have nothing left to fear, Gene. You no, come on, Paul. It'd be cool for the fans. For for once, do something nice for us. Just put the fucking thing out. Like you did with Carnival of Souls, which you tried, tried to bury. Do it with this. Just clean it up and do a, do a proper release. That's all I'm asking. All right. Well, they did. They did drop some of that stuff on the bo- on the the CD box set. Some of it was horrible. Some of it was horrible. But you're right. I I know what you're saying. If they if they if they mixed it up, remastered it, whatever you want it, drop it. You know, CD, vinyl, whatever. Because you're right. Everybody wants the more Kiss that you can get. For me, the better. But what? But I like how you're going backwards. You're looking for them to put out something now that we really never got a proper release of. So I'm on board with that one. I like it. That's yeah. a good idea. Put yep. it out. Yeah, absolutely. The ones that are on the box, it makes me want to hear the rest of them. doesn't make me want to be like, oh, turn this off. I want to be able to play it and play the whole thing through. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll fucking throw it in the fucking ocean along with Monster. I don't know. Let's find out. Good yeah. idea. But so buy it. Oh, of course absolutely. Of course we'll buy it. Yep. I mean, okay. you guys are dumb enough to buy the goddamn uh, pay-per-view in Dubai. 
That's also true. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, I kid, of course. No, I, I think the like the, you don't. They always look at everything like, well, will it sell ten million copies or not? Oh God, I know. You can just do a five hundred run or a thousand run or a ten thousand, whatever it is. You know what I mean? You, yeah, no. There's definitely enough you. people that want it. You know what I mean? I just want a a clean, the best sounding version of that album. Okay, perfect. Well, the problem you're going to have with that will be you, the fan, have destroyed <laughs> the record industry. There is no money in making a record. Like as though that's like an option. Like, they need to have money. Like, they're not going to eat next week. So how do we survive? Well, we can make a record. Ah, I'm not going to make money on that. Uh, like, just put it out, you fucking assholes. There's no reason why you can't. See, well, now we're, ne- see, see, we're negative. Now we're getting negative. See what happens when you put Baco on the show? Look at it. Yeah, negative. I see, I'm being positive, though. But I will, I will kick it back <laughs> to, like, Is that I will a positive thing? <laughs> well, yes. Positive for the fan. Let's, let's, let's celebrate For you, the fan. But I will say, for you, Gene Simmons, you ruined it by giving up all control of any publishing years ago. Oh, boy. It's all your own fault. So, fuck you. Um, Here we go. Number two. Number two. Hire Brendan O'Brien. Yes, Brendan O'Brien. Oh, okay. to, To remix Hotter Than Hell from the Raw Masters. Assuming they still exist, and I actually have heard that they do. I I love the actual release, but it would really be fun to hear some kind of cl- you know that the production that record is always you know picked apart. But um, it would really be fun to see somebody with his skill level to like just bring it all down, clean it all up, slide it all up, and just you know do do just for fun. Why not? You know, for the fans. Okay, I'm on board with that one because for people that don't know, Baco, do you want to just kind of briefly say who Brendan O'Brien is? We're, the three of us are all grunge fans, so. Well, Brendan O'Brien, um, he's like, uh, he's, he's produced so many records from the grunge era. But the reason I mentioned him, yep. l- l- let's put it this way, he's done all the Pearl Jam stuff after the first record. Yep. But he went back to the first record and did exactly what I'm talking, where basically s- took the master tapes. Un- untouched, slid all the sliders down to zero, took all the effects off, and started from zero, and remastered Pearl Jam 10, remixed, redid everything. Not not, not just a little bass boost uh, that you typically get with the remasters. This is from the this is like from the snare drum to the cymbal to the guitar, everything. And it was an amazing upgrade. He's also produced the last three ACDC records, which if you're a fan of ACDC from Brian Johnson's start, Brian Johnson stopped sounding like Donald Duck on the record that Brendan <laughs> O'Brien uh, started producing him the three records ago. And the new album by ACDC, whether you like it or not, sounds fucking amazing. Yes. This guy has the magic touch. And he's not like uh, Bob Ezrin, who's like, I was great, but everything I do now sounds kind of milk toast. No, Brendan O'Brien still is like, I was great, and listen to this. Fucking A, man. Boom. And the the added benefit bonus that I'll, I'll probably touch on the third part here is that, like, no connection to Kiss. Clean yes. break. Get somebody in there with a fresh ear, fresh eyes, and doesn't fucking have this, like, well, 
you have to make sure you do this. You know, it's like, I don't want Eddie Kramer. By the way, I love Eddie Kramer. I don't want Bob Ezrin. Love Bob Ezrin. I want somebody for once to come outside of the KISS group and do something cool. And this could be the one thing. Again, assuming these master tapes actually exist clean and raw, that'd be my choice. And that's the thing I want them to do. So I love it. Brendan, O'Br- Brendan O'Brien's awesome. Uh, he, he's terrific. And, you know, we're not going to go off on a grunge tangent, but everything you said about Pearl Jam 10 is spot on. Good call with that one. Yeah, you are not the first person that brought up Hotter Than Hell. But what I like is the today that you brought it up and the first person that brought it up had a different spin. It wasn't, oh, um, you know, I wish they changed Hotter Than Hell and it was produced better. You both were unique about it. And you guys will tell when you when the out al- when this episode comes out. I love it. Different yeah. opinions on it. But you put, you know, a very important detail to that production in specific. There. Great yep. job. Number one, buddy. All right. At the top of my list, an important key to all this for me, Uh um, Gene and Paul need to step aside. (laughs) They have to. In every one of of my three picks, they have to be. Like, like, they, they can hire somebody, right? But then they have to walk away and just deal with it. Wow. You want that? I I pause there. I'm trying to think. Okay. That makes for great, uh, great listening. You want to take more time? (laughs) Yes. I'll be back in 10 minutes. 617-555-0850. (laughs) All you brother. Okay. Including this though, is like, I want a, I don't know. I, look, I, I I realize that like I'll never get my whole fantasy of like the uh, Kiss Me Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park remade, right? <laughs> I I'll have to settle for that stupid Scooby Doo thing they just did, right? Okay, but, yes. But if you've seen both Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, the American release, and Attack of the Phantoms the uh, European theater release, right? There mm-hmm. are some storyline consistencies that could be sorted out if they kind of just recut the entire movie and put it out on Blu-ray with the existing footage. And that is probably the number one thing that I would like. I would love to have just that. Like, hire me. I will tell you which frame to to go back and forth to. Then we can kind of make make a, a slightly longer movie that makes a little more sense, but it's still fun. The most important part, though, is that it's like a, a proper Blu-ray release. Again, don't be embarrassed by this. It was a long time ago. Have some fun with it, Gene. Have some fun with it, Paul. Have an actual sense of humor and not this pretend to like, oh, this is where we're at now with that Scooby-Doo kind of weird thing, which was all right, but really... It wasn't as good. And so as much as I, I'll never get that remake done that I would love to have, that is my number one thing. A proper Blu-ray release of Kiss Meets the Fandom of the Park, but not just the one version or the other. I want a recut version that kind of includes both and kind of seams out the storyline, which is stupid as fuck to begin with. That is, I got to tell you, that is awesome because... 
Kiss Meets the Phantom, that's the sweet spot for me, that era. I, I love that movie. Yes, it's stupid. It's fucking yeah. idiotic beyond belief, but it's entertaining as all get out. And <clears throat> we talk about this on the show all the time about how Paul and Gene, specifically Paul, likes to revisionist history shit on a lot of things, whether it's Phantom <laughs> of the whether it's Phantom of the Park or the Elder or something, and pretend that those things don't exist. And that's why we have people on here with their wishes, because sometimes you gotta hope for the, the Christmas miracle because it's never gonna happen, but it's nice to wish for because yeah. I'm I'm on board for it. I like that you're consistent. You're 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 hanging on the phantom. That's your thing. You're yep. consistent and it's you and it's authentic. So uh, kudos to you, brother. Kudos to you. I love it. Sounds, sounds like Zeus hates it. No, I don't hate it at all. I think it's fantastic that it's, you know, you're consistent with what you want to do <laughs> and you know it. And it's not, all right, let me just quickly think of something. Uh, I wish they did that. Like, you know what I mean? I think this is fantastic. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, Baco, thank you for joining us for our annual uh, Kissmas extravaganza. This is your, your first appearance, so we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, your family, and uh, everybody over there, Cobras and Fire, your your co-host, uh, LC. Um, so thank you. Let's hope uh, for everybody that 2021 is a hell of a lot better than 2020. Thank you, my friend. And thank you. Th- th- thanks for having me on, guys. Of, of course, every time. So. Yeah, awesome. again, for me too, Bacco, thank you. You've been an awesome friend of the show. We love having you on, and you always make me feel like I am so positive about Kiss when you come on. <laughs> so we love having you. So it's always great, buddy. Thank you again. Uh, happy you. holidays, you and your family. Right on. Back to you, man. Thanks, buddy. Wow, we love Baco. He's always got a story to tell. He's got a, he's, he loves Kiss in his own way, but wow. Jeez, Baco, what? the only human I know can make me seem the most positive Kiss fan of all time. Oh, but who do we see here? The one and only Murph. Oh, your roommate Murph. We got to go talk to him. Tom, we're going to continue with our present Kissmas wishes. And we are with none other than Shout It Out Loudcast favorite. Who's that? It's Murph, also known as Tiny Tim from last year's Kissmas episode. <laughs> or he's the Bob Cratchit of Shout It Out Loudcast. <laughs> Welcome, Murph. Once again, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Here we go. I thought fucking Eric Singer was Tiny Tim this year. <laughs> That's true. That's oh. true. Oh my God, Murph! You know what we're doing this year, right? Three uh, Christmas wishes present, right? Yes, and I am ready to go. Can I All right. give my wish list? Kick it off, number three, brother. Kick number it off. three. New Year's Eve, don't disappoint us. I am ordering the live stream. I am going to have mimosas. My family will be around. They're going to watch. Four men in their late 60s, early 70s. I'm a dad. I don't want them to have uh, lose any respect for me that day. So if you need the backing tracks, if you need to uh, you know, have the little vocals, do what you need. Just don't disappoint us. 
Murph, that is actually a that's a actually a great one. And you're right. For us, um, and for a lot of a lot of listeners, we're on the East Coast and it will be at noon Eastern time, lunchtime, lunch with KISS. Uh, and and you're right. I think people are I know for me, and it sounds like you are too, and I'm sure Zeus is the same, you're very cautiously optimistic. You have very tempered expectations because you don't want to believe that you're just going to get the end of the road tour on a live stream on new year's eve we're, we're hoping for something visually different for maybe a change in the set list something unique that will make a memorable experience and you're right we're all bracing ourselves for that it's a great one zeus yeah no i was gonna say the same thing i i just saw our kiss end of the road manchester i don't need to see kiss in the road manchester part two now I just paid 25 bucks to see it on my TV screen. Yep. I'm sorry. It's not 25 bucks. <laughs> it's more than that. So well, no, it'll be, tw- it'll be 25. Cause I'll drive to your new apartment, your new, your new <laughs> house. I mean, it will, it will, and, I'll, it will, and we'll share a screen. <laughs> we can all come by here and get COVID together. Watching kiss. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll do, we'll do a shout out loud cast live stream. Commentary. While yes. yes. Great. There you go, Murph. There you Thank go. you. Yep. Yep. All right. Do you, good one. do you think the uh, Strutter Stalker will be there in Abu Dhabi? Play Strutter. What Abu Dhabi? What do you mean Dubai? Dubai, <laughs> Abu Dhabi, and Abu Ghraib. <laughs> Jesus. What do you got for number two, buddy? So I have to say that as someone that was not a big post makeup fan, uh, I was blown away by what you guys uh, pulled off with the Bruce Kulik interview and um, just how he got engaged and you were able to get his guard down. So wish number two, uh, and and this is with Zeus in mind, I would love to see in that 2021 Peter Chris. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Look, it's the, you know, season of miracles. We've said, we, there. we've said this to some of the other people that have made their Christmas wishes. Christmas is all about miracles. It's all about wishes. So you got to aim high and you're right. Who knows? Peter Chris is not doing much. Um, maybe who uh, you look, you never say never, because if you told me two years ago, when we started this, that Bruce Kulik and Chris Jericho would be celebrating our hundredth episode, I would have said, that's a dream. That would be, that would be amazing. And, and thank God it happened. So who knows? Who knows? Zeus, Zeus would need, he'd be in a coma, be interviewing his hero, but that'd be great. It'd be great. Based on, based on how 2020 has gone. I know Gene and and Paula just, you know, they're, they're just not going to give themselves up. Like, you know, to, to those that want to hear from them. I was going to say Ace, but I think you guys would cut the interview short. <laughs> Dude, if we ever got Ace, we'll just leave it at that. Zeus, okay. what are your thoughts? I, I would, oh, Murph, I, that's a great one. I would love it, to be honest with you. I just, you know, I feel good about the fact that it ain't going to happen in my mind because it's not going to happen with anybody else. Exactly. So it's not like yep. I take it personally, like, oh, we're not big yep. enough. Yep. Or So we could be the biggest podcast I just don't think he's going to do it. So, I mean, we could Ben. Um, who's the idiot there that leads everybody now? The friggin' um, the big guy there. The what's his name? Uh, Joe Rogan. We could be Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
we could be Joe Rogan and he ain't coming on. You're right. So I don't take that personally. I just think that's where he's at. Hopefully he changes his mind and we, that might happen in the future. That's a great one, Murph. What's your number one? So number one uh, is not a wish. It's uh, it's a reality. So uh, just the, you know, this podcast is based on you growing up as Kiss fans and experiencing things together. And actually, the three of us experienced something together: the reunion tour. So uh, if uh, you both, as I mentioned to you a few moments ago, if you can flip over your phone uh, from. Click T-Shop, K-L-I-C-K-T-E-E-S-H-O-P.com. Both of you have coming your way in a live 96 print. Wow. To acknowledge us being there at the Boston Garden. And to add to your your Kiss Ensemble. Wow. uh, Okay. A hell of a memory. So for the first time here, Murph actually has got us speechless. I I don't even know what to say. And wow, I this you 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 got me on this one, buddy. Um, yeah, you you got me on this one. I I I don't know what to say because that is just that's an amazing memory for the three of us. Um, the artwork is amazing. Um. Thanks to Ed at Click T Shop, um, Andrew Scambati, who's the, the who's responsible for putting the the the, the video together. Um, wow, yeah, Murph, you son of a bitch, you! I I, I knew you were going to do something, but thank you. And uh, I think everybody out there listening knows what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, that's uh, you got us there, buddy. See, this is why I feel bad sometimes when Murph annoys me and I say something mean to him. <laughs> Ah, oh, Murph, we love you, man. That is very kind of you. It just—it is, you know. So this is kind of the stuff that we talk about. So all you people out there, if you guys love Kiss, and you guys maybe also have high school or college friends that are into—I don't know—wiffle ball, put a wiffle ball fucking podcast together. Yep. Uh, whatever you're into, maybe a TV show or a movie or whatever. There is nothing more fun than getting together with your friends and just reminiscing i can't tell you the joy i've had the last three years having these laughs with tom murph new friends that we found sharing stupid stories and laughing and stuff enjoying talking about music this isn't work it's stuff that we love to do so like you know a a a touching moment like this for three fucking middle-aged fucks, you know, is kind of pretty cool. I can't, I can't really say it any, any more than that. Murph, that's really generous of you. You are the best. We do love you, and that's why you are our secret weapon when we want to bring you out. We don't want to use you too much. Yep. We bring you out just to tease the, the Shout It Out Loud cast fans. You're like the, um, what's his face there, um, El Paul Guapo? Lind, you know, Paul have, Lind. you're the Paul Lind of this show come out because when you come in, you like you steal the show, but we don't want you to be the feature player. We like you coming in, stealing the episode from us. So thank you, Paul Murph. Kids. Kids. You're, you're, you're a member of the family. You're a member of, uh, of, of the show. You know that in, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Just thank you. We love you. And, you know, we're, we're, we're glad that you 
shared this on the show and uh, we're just glad that you were on the show to be able to contribute to this as always. And uh, you can drop in the Dan Shaughnessy clip clip. I'm contributing, uh, you know, anytime. Cause we have to bring in, we have to bring in our Boston sports radio stuff here. So, but Murph, we love you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is an amazing gift uh, live on the recording that no, none of us knew about. Um, so thank you as always, my friend. Deste Fidelis. <laughs> like Costa Nostra. 617-375-0850. You're next on Ted Nation. <laughs> oh, we love Murph. If there's anybody that's going to bring some positivity here, we love Murph. Oh, that was just awesome. He's so creative and stuff. And uh, it, that was just great talking to those guys. And um, we did have a message from Murph. We were going to supposed to go see our good friend, Jay. But unfortunately, Jay uh, is going through a couple of health uh, problems right now. Jay from the Hook Rocks. Uh, from what I understand, he's, uh, he's, he's doing okay. But, you know, are we sending our, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers and love to him? Jay's a great guy from the Hook Rocks podcast. Uh, he was going to supposedly be here today, but unfortunately, he's uh, he's going through some a tough spot. So please remember him in your thoughts and prayers, everyone. Absolutely. Yes. Jay's a we, Jay's a friend of the show, uh, fellow Pantheon podcaster. Um, so he, he's having a tough time during this holiday season. So, again, uh Keep him, keep him in your in your thoughts. Uh, Jay's Jay's a friend, and we love him, and we're hoping for the best for him right now. Gene, are you going to stick around any longer, or you got to go? Listen to me. I can't stay here any longer. As you know, after the Christmas season is New Year's, and Dubai is far away. Now, you've learned a lot from these friends. They've shown you about things that you love about KISS. Maybe things that you wish were different. But I can tell you this. For $39.99, you will know exactly what you're getting. Who's you? You. The fan. (laughs) Wow. See you, Gene. Rock on, buddy. I can't. This is amazing. Amazing. These people that we're seeing. Unbelievable. Dude, we just hung out with Gene, the business mogul, fucked up drunk 80s ace Fraley. Who the fuck is going to be the ghost of Christmas future? I don't know. I, I, I can't believe any of this is happening to us right now. I can't either. I, I can't fucking wait too. who do you think is going to be the ghost of Christmas future then? I don't know. I can't. I, I mean, everybody that has come to Dude, us right tonight, behind I just, you. Look whoa, right whoa, behind Jesus you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The fucking always the ghost of Christmas future is always like some like mute person. Giant. Look at the size of this guy. Yeah. And you can't see their face. It's like they're not even speaking. Like, who are you? Who are you? Are you going to say like in that like, fucking gray fucking thing from Phantom? Yeah. yeah giant robe. Yeah, looks like the Grim Reaper or something. Jesus Christ, who is that? Say Say something. something. Yeah, I know exactly. Say something, you fuck. Come on. Anything? You're going to tell us, like, why you're here or what we're supposed to do or who you are? Shut the fuck up, fuckos. Jesus Christ, it's it's cranky reunion Peter Chris. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
Frankie Peter Chris reunion, Peter Chris. Hey, fuckos. I can't get any fucking sleep around here. The fucking blinds are open all fucking night. You two fuckers, shut the fuck up. Go over there and go talk to a couple of your friends. One of them is a fucking, my goomba from fucking over there in New York. Jesus Christ, Peter, who settle down. What the hell? Holy shit, dude, he's right. It's, it's friggin', it's Joey Casada. I can spot that fucking nose a mile away. It's definitely Casada. It's that fucking plantain on his face. I can see it a mile away, like Jericho said. Let's go talk to those guys. Holy shit. So, Tom, we're continuing with Kissmas Future. And who do we have with us now? Oh, we have one of the most spectacular guests to ever grant us the privilege on Shout It Out Loudcast, the great Joey Casada. <laughs> Joey, well, everybody knows Joey, drummer extraordinaire, new podcast extraordinaire. He's all over the place. We love Joey. Joey, welcome to Shout It Out Loudcast. Thank you for jumping in on the Kissmas episode with us. What's up, you goofy bastards? Thanks for having me. You know, you know, I love you guys. I, I give you shit all the time, but you know, I love you guys. We love you no, too. That's 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 why you're you know here. What's funny? He's he thinks he's that like, this is being filmed. He's like flexing. He's like, dude, we're, we're just putting the audio out. Relax, Whoa. calm down. My flex comes through on audio, my friend. Oh, that's what's going on. Maybe we'll give maybe we'll give people like a Christmas bonus, and uh, you know they 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 give they you know send us a, a couple bucks, and we'll give them the Joey Casada video. <laughs> you, never, you never know. Get some ratings, boys. You need it. <laughs> well, we ain't gonna get it by showing your fucking mug. <laughs> so, Joey, you know the drill. We're trying to ask everybody for Christmas wishes. Some did the past. Some did the present. I think, and so does Tommy, we both agreed on this. Someone that's as creative as you would be great for Kissmas future. So over to you. Three wishes. Start with number three. What's number three for you? So mine are actually going to be pretty simple. I think a lot of Kiss fans like myself from most of the time. And my number three is Jesus Christ, please release some more video content. Holy crap. I mean, come on, where is it? Where is where all the catalog tapes? Where's the old Cobo Hall stuff that I have Kiss Vision bootlegs up the ass? Start releasing some video catalog footage, please. Perfect. No one is going to argue with that. You're going to have a lot of people agreeing with you on that, especially the classic stuff. We love the Kissology 1, 2, and 3. We love those. People are crying out for Kissology 4 or more, but... That that's a spectacular one. Everybody loves more content. That's what we want. I'm gonna put a phone call into Gene Simmons from Kiss. Um, <laughs> Mr. Casada, I heard you have some illegal bootleg content. <laughs> Be careful that phone call, my friend. Um, number Listen, two, I, you, I, I don't I don't own anything. I just I've seen them before. That's all. I don't I don't exactly. have anything in my possession. I mean, with all the footage they have throughout the year, how about a even better than new video footage? How about a new Kiss streaming service? How about that? WWE has their own network. Disney has their own network. How about for number two, we go with a Kiss streaming service? 
They're all pissed channel 24-7. You have so much stuff. These KISS fans will eat it up. $5.99 a month, $9.99 a month, whatever you're going to charge. Just throw up stuff you already have out officially. You know, your KISS confidentials, your KISS exposed, your animalized live, uncensored, all that stuff. And then start releasing new stuff. We know you filmed a lot of stuff in the studio recording records, recording Carnival of Souls. We've seen clips of stuff like that. Start getting someone to catalog this shit and put it out there. Shit. <laughs> we have talked about that a couple of times, specifically Zeus, but we have talked about a streaming channel, like you said, WWE, something like that, a subscription-based on-demand video service that will just give you what you want whenever you want it. All the, the time. Channel. Coming <laughs> soon to your phone near you. Exactly. It, sound, brilliant. it sounds so based. It sounds so kiss that I don't think anybody can believe they haven't done it yet. Zeus. You, All right. You, you, you've been talking about this. Up, we're going to team up. We're going to talk to some developers, find out what he would develop, and then pitch it to Gene. I like your thinking, <laughs> young man. <laughs> number one. What's the big one? Okay. So my number one, this is, uh, I don't know if this is a wish or even something that could really come true. But I would really love, especially Gene and Paul and just the KISS camp in general, to start embracing and really giving credit and kudos to their past members. And what I mean by that is uh, Ace, Peter, obviously, but, you know, even guys like Eric Carr, who is, you know, my all time favorite. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's a long forgotten member of KISS. Obviously, Bruce is still in the spotlight a little bit, so Bruce gets mentioned a lot. But guys like Eric, I know Vinny, you know, did a lot of crap in his day. But even guys like Vinny, especially Ace and Peter, there's so much bad blood between everyone. Just forget it all. The end is near. Jesus Christ, just sweep it under the rug and start celebrating history again. Rather than just trying to force feed us the new brand of Tommy, Eric, Gene and Paul, we get it. We understand we're going to still buy your tickets for the end of the road and all that stuff, but stop trying to force feed us that that's the only band that ever existed. Embrace your past. Joey, bravo, my friend. That is, I love that. I love that for multiple reasons. We have commented, maybe not specifically, but we have hinted at the problems that we have specifically with Paul, Gene, not so much, that they don't. They they forget where they came from, that right now, yes, they wear makeup. Yes, they play classic era songs, but they 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 try to disassociate themselves from where they came from, whether it's by, you know, bad mouthing things like The Elder or Phantom of the Park or 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 not talking about Peter and Ace. And when they do, they talk about them negatively. I'm totally on board with that. I love that. Embrace the past. It's a huge thing. Yeah, a couple things come to mind. They don't do it because they think if they talk about the past members, they're going to get the toxic kiss guys going to jump in and be like, see, that's why you have fake, fake Fraley up there and Cheetah Chris and all that shit. So they're like, you know what? Let's just not even acknowledge it. But it's bullshit. Why not do, like you said, on the kiss app, once a month, there's uh, it's ace month. This yep. month we're gonna we're gonna feature Ace on in February. Maybe it's his birthday. I don't remember when their birthdays are. The following month is Bruce Kulick Appreciation Month. Fuck, you can put up fucking um Bill Coin Month. Yeah, if you because there's only ten members, you can have the extra two to be like I don't fucking know what whoever you want. Uh, 
what's the name? Casablanca found Neil Bogart could be the other one. Change it around. It's it's the Kiss blueprint throughout the years. They can only sell you what they're doing at that moment. You guys remember in the eighties, all it was was about bad mouthing Peter and Ace. Seventies Kiss meant nothing. Crazy Nights was the be all end all album at the time. Whatever whatever they're doing at the moment, that's what they sell. They don't, I mean, mm-hmm. the re, obviously the reunion, they started to embrace their past. But, yeah. but you know, once Tommy and Eric became, you know, the f- official members of KISS, they stopped doing that. They don't exactly. acknowledge the contributions of Ace and Peter, and especially guys like Eric and Vinny and stuff like that. They just got to embrace everyone. We know you don't get along. That's okay. Just the KISS fans want a big, happy family. We want to hear all the positives that Ace contributed. We want to hear all the good things Peter did. We don't want to hear Paul bad-mouthing Peter again, how, you know, he's he's a crybaby and he, he always threatened to quit Kiss. We don't want to hear that. We want to hear all the good stuff. Just celebrate everything that's Kiss. You mean you don't want to hear Gene Simmons with his analogy? You know, there's four tires on a vehicle. If one <laughs> of them is flat, you have to change that tire. <laughs> Yeah, we we know we get it, Gene. You and your right. little analogies about how Ace is a flat tire. Like, but you're right. All jokes aside, it's you guys have a 45 plus year career. We all love it. We're, we're still seeing you in concert. You're singing songs that you wrote 45 years ago. Embrace all of it. I love it. I love it, Gene. And, I, and I mean everything. Even you know the elder. How many times did they go back and badmouth the elder when yep. they were doing the elder? It was the greatest thing since sliced bread just because it was a commercial failure. Now they hate it. Bullshit. Yep. Don't do that. Don't backtrack. Embrace your history. The reason why, again, maybe I'm not speaking for all KISS fans, but the reason why KISS fans love KISS so much is their diversity throughout the years. I don't want 35 albums like Rock and Roll Over. Even though Rock and Roll Over is amazing, I love the diversity. I love having the elder to put on and then putting on creatures of the night and then putting on crazy nights and then putting on hotter than hell. I want to hear the different versions of kiss. And that's what everyone loves. Perfectly said. Love it. Yeah. We talked about it with Bruce, you know, it's a grunge tinge, but it's still kiss underneath it. You know, there's a disco on dynasty, but it's still kiss or the rawness of the first three albums, but then the efficiency of how it all came together under the Bob Ezrin destroyer. And then they go back to rawness with Eddie Kramer. There's so much to pick from. Yep. You you can enjoy it all. I, I, I'm in agreement with you. Listen, I will tell you this. Of the people that picked all their stuff, yours, I would say, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, are the most possible to come true of all the wishes here, right? Agree. Oh, yeah, probably. I agree. Yeah. They're, 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 they're wishes, but they are... There is attainable. There is, you know, you know, you know, as as Jim Carrey said in Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. It's you know, might be one in a one in a million, but there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Dumb and Dumber, it doesn't get any you know better than you two, right? So that was a layup. That was a low hanging piece of fruit. I had to grab it. Um, <laughs> but but you're so right. I mean, I when you guys told me wishes, I didn't want to do something that was so ridiculous that everyone was like, yeah, of course we want that, but it's never going to happen. I said, these are things that we really wish for that could be very possible. There's no reason why kiss can't have a streaming service. It's Mm -hmm. just their closed mindedness or 
Maybe they're business savvy that they don't want to do it right now. I don't know what it is, but there's no reason they can't have that. I can't wish Eric Carr back from the dead or I can't wish, you know, stuff like that. I just can't do something like that. It doesn't make yep. sense. Right. No, well, absolutely. listen, thank you very much. Joey, tell us real quick. You got a new podcast out there. What is it? I do. It's called Top 5 with Joey Casada. I just go through different uh, top five lists in pop culture from movies to songs to lyrics to, you know, we're, we're thinking about doing one with Boston, New York sports moments. So Ooh. it's just it's just a fun. De- it's a debate show. It's really it's just to get conversations going. I love having some of my old buddies on. We just I just recorded one earlier today where it's the top five alcoholic drinks you wish when you were younger that never touched your lips. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm sure we all have plenty of those. And it was just it's just a fun conversation reminiscing about, you know, nostalgia in the past and stuff. That, Sounds it's, awesome. It, it's Thank a great you show. Thank so it, much for coming on, Joey. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, you and your family. Much appreciated. Love you, boys. Thanks for having me. I'll be on whenever you need me. Joey, thank you so much, buddy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Be safe and good luck with the podcast, my friend. Thanks, boys. Okay. Wow. Fucking Joey. He's always comes up with funny shit. And he always likes to give us crap, too. Maybe it's because I, I, I kind of gave him a jab before we started talking to him. But it's worth it. Oh, yeah. It's Joey. We love Joey. Holy shit. What's next here? What Over there. Bonus crew, buddy. Sonny Pooney. Unbelievable. Sonny. Unbelievable. There he is. So, Tom, we're on to our favorite Shout It Out Loud cast bonus member, part of the crew, Mr. Sonny Pooney. Favorite or only only (laughs) member of the bonus crew? He is our favorite, right? That that is Um, true. That is true. That is true. He is our favorite. Yes. What did you call uh, him earlier with that hat on? Who Santa Pooney? Santa Pooney, right here. <laughs> Santa Pooney. Yep, he's got his little red hat on there. Yep. But Sonny, uh, as always, welcome to our annual Christmas extravaganza. Uh, we could not do this without you. You know that. So, what's up, oh, buddy? I'm, I'm always good to talk kiss. That's any time. That is not a problem. Hold it. Hold it right there. What is that shirt you are wearing? You want me to wear it inside out? Take it off. <laughs> You're in our house. You wear our uniform. You don't wear the other team's uniform. Is that a Iron Maiden shirt? You, the fan, need to take that off. <laughs> don't laugh. They really did that well that one yeah, time. Oh, yeah. yeah, thanks. I, I would say, Gina. Well, you know, if you were to if you were to release a live album that's got three discs that are all colored vinyl that comes in a really cool Walmart package with a shirt. I'd buy your stuff, but since you don't have that, I'm wearing Iron Man today. Oh, see, we're going to have to edit this out because if Gene hears this, because we know Gene Gene listens. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is the thing that's going to make Gene not come. (laughs) Not all the other shit. Not the 102 (laughs) episodes before or whatever. Sorry, Gene. I'm wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. This is Gene Simmons. From Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sonny. We're doing the three Kissmas wishes of the future. And, you know, we think you are probably one of the most creative people we know. So we definitely put you in the future category. Give us uh, your top three. Start with number three. What do you got? 
number three, you hear it every once in a while, and this is whole this whole thing about Kiss 2.0. I really want it to be in Vegas. I don't. I don't want like I want calm down theater though. I don't want like it can't look like you know Circus Olay. Like it can't be that. Like it's still got to be a rock show. But similar to what Prince is doing for Purple Rain, I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas and you've seen the Purple Rain show. He does an amazing job. They do a part Morris Day thing in the middle. It's all around the Purple Rain movie and music, and they do an incredible job. And that's coming from a Prince fan, right? So I know there's enough talented people in Vegas to pull something like that off. And the beauty about doing something like this is you can do 70s month, you can do 80s month, you can do reunion month, you can do makeup month. There's so many things that you can do that keeps the KISS fans interested, and it's a household name enough. And Vegas would do it just so. I, lo- I love the idea. Um, but at the risk of being negative on a Christmas episode here about Kiss, I, 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 I honestly, I just don't think they care enough to do something like that. I think it, I think it's amazing. Like you said, Oh, this week it's going to be a seventies next week. It's going to be a eighties. We're not going to take, we're going to take the makeup off. We're going to come out and, you know, our crazy clothes, whatever. We're going to play these songs that just make it creative and entertaining. I just don't think they have that kind of, you know, that, that creative spark in them anymore to do that. Maybe yes, go to Vegas, but I think it would just be a, 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 a downsized version of end of the road tour. If they did that. To me, this has no original members involved. The original yeah. members are out. They okay. sold the licensing to Caesars Entertainment. Okay. And Caesars is just handling it. So it's because it's, there's nobody from Prince involved in the Purple Rain thing. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Sonny, isn't Prince dead? Yeah, he is. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and they can make it different. But I think. The problem is if you're using Kiss's likeness and license to use their stuff, no one gives a shit. The Asylum era fucking Kiss wardrobe isn't isn't worth the fucking the feather boa, whatever the fuck Paul was wearing back then. No one gives a shit. If I'm paying for Kiss, I want makeup shit. I want fire. I want blown up. I want demon. I I don't want fucking... Paul Stanley sailor hat from the oh, oh, light <laughs> video. So Sonny and, and Tom can be like, oh, look, there's a sailor hat. Yes. Look, there's Bruce Kulick with the keyhole look. That's yeah, what I want to see. The keyhole look. Or, or the finger wipers on his eyes yeah. and tears are falling, right, Sonny? Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But no, that, no that, one's that, picking up on that shit. They don't <laughs> but that's, that, but no, I that's like a great idea. I'm with you about kissing Vegas when they're done, anyway. Yes. I've been along, I've been yeah. saying that for uh, since. You know, the beginning. I, yep. I'm with you 100%. What do you got yep. for number two, buddy? All right. My number two is a little morbid. Just go with it. Because sooner or later, Gene or Paul are going to be gone. Mm-hmm. True. And I'm, I'm not hoping that they're gone, but I'm hoping as a tribute that Bruce and Eric Singer go out and do like 40 shows across the country. Right. They pick up either Todd Kearns or whoever else they want to add to it. Singer's involved. Maybe Tommy's involved, maybe he's not, because Bruce is involved, who knows, and go out and do a tribute to Kiss. Yeah, it's going to end up being in clubs and theaters. So what? Right? But uh, you could be out there and uh, do something pretty cool. And I, I think, and then that way, whichever one is surviving can join every once in a while if they want to. If they don't want to, then leave it alone. 
Wow. Okay. That's pretty creative. So you're saying, you're saying this while Paul and Gene are still with us. Like no, one's got to go. So, okay. So one passes away and then okay. the, the other one's right. That's so it. Sonny, it's, it's basically foreigner. It's yeah. basically foreigner. Right. Okay. Where, but, what's his name? Only comes around yeah, once Mick in a Jones. while. Yeah. Yeah. He only comes yeah. around here and there, yeah. but other the members have been fine. in and out of foreigner when he's been there. So they yeah. have a touch of originality. They're not. Yeah original members but they were there when the real band was there at some point that's right just like bruce tommy and eric yeah well, i get it yeah the only kiss. difference is you know kiss doesn't have any number one hits so they can't play theaters consistently right it's probably going to be small theaters or clubs but that's right. okay but there is a connective tissue to that original yeah. like 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 you like okay that that's yeah. a good that's and a creative one to make about out of it like these guys aren't makeup guys anyway just right. keep the makeup right. out of it and leave it Okay. All right. Wow. That's a good one. All right. I like the creativity here. That's what we, that's why we had you do this category. All right. So my number one. All right. So go with me here. Uh Oh, now I'm nervous. Kiss is done. Gene and Paul are going to buy a car company, possibly Dodge. Oh boy. Okay. There's going to be five models of cars. There's going to be the getaway, which is the two door sedan. There's the Parasite, which is the four-door sedan. There's the Domino, which is the family van. There's the Destroyer, which is the SUV. And there's the Exciter, which is the sports car. It would be like their Challenger. Okay? It comes in 10 colors. 10. Okay. Black Diamond Black. Cold Gin Gray. Hotter Than Hell Hot Rod Red. Charisma Charcoal. Shandy Silver. War Machine White, Bang Bang Blue, Forever Forest Green, Psycho Circus Purple, and You Make Me Rock Hard Yellow. Oh, see, this is why we have Sonny Booty on this show. Now, I, but I got to ask. And Kiss lives forever. I got to ask. <laughs> so they buy a car company and put out a line of regular standard vehicles that a dealer that it but they model and na- they name them and, and brand them after yeah. with a with a kiss connection. Yeah. So in my garage right now is a two and a half month old Dodge Challenger cinnamon stick orange. That's what I bought. Okay. Ooh, but instead, I would buy an exciter. You make me rock hard yellow. <laughs> First, I love it. Why is the Domino? A family car. Yeah, that kid's in the back ass. of Domino. I thought that was going to be when, because oh, when she bends over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, I'm thinking the Domino when would be like. are not rocking. <laughs> I thought that would be the convertible. When that yeah. bitch bends over. <laughs> Mommy, why are we in the thing? When this bitch bends over, daddy says. <laughs> I forget my name. <laughs> in rock hard yellow. <laughs> yeah, what, what rock hard? Ooh, god damn. That's when Sonny sees Christy Cannons on <laughs> Cannons. I love it that it's Cannons. Yeah. Oh my god. What a Cannons. And then, and then all the packages, they'll be like the double platinum package. There you go. You know, <laughs> the Peter Chris edition is they give you a fucking bus pass. He kick you out the door. The Peter Chris edition has four donuts for tires. Peter Chris is washing the car before you take it. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Vincent edition car. 
<laughs> the Ace Freely edition already has a smashed up front end. <laughs> Someone special with edition, the Gendel. That's the special edition in Gendel. That's the Gendel, yeah. <laughs> Someone comes with the sledgehammer and smashes it up. <laughs> Bust your teeth. Oh, you weren't in a car accident. I love Ace Freely. And then and then to make it even better, then you could say then you could even have Paul and Gene, specifically Gene, investing. In like you know a seventy five percent ownership into Sirius XM, so all the cars come with Sirius XM, and it's all like Kiss channels that you have no choice; you have to listen to them. You have to have at least five Kiss tchotchkes in the car too. You have like a little mini jean boot hanging from the windshield. Can't you see a family <laughs> Kiss condom in the glove compartment? <laughs> you can see. see- Listen, a husband and wife are walking around looking at the dealership, and all of a sudden you're gonna see a guy walk by with his hands behind his back in a suit. You know, this kiss car in bang bang blue <laughs> yes, yes. is bang is the bang. hottest market for you, the consumer. <laughs> oh god, fucking poony man. Oh fucking, god. you need to get this fucking shit box out of the lot. I'm gonna park my car. What I highly fuck? recommend this one. It's got that safety feature where if the car drifts from lane to lane, it kind of straightens out on its own. The, the Vinnie Vincent edition, my edition, has a car. It doesn't start. <laughs> it has that fucking what's that? The fucking tire clamp on it. <laughs> no, Vinnie. Vinnie's got the the boot. because i haven't paid my parking tickets and i (laughs) I have fines for leaving dog waste in the neighborhood i was just gonna say something but i can't i'll save it for when we're not recording i can't i can't say it no No. oh god see this is just endless but i was looking for something that would because something that has to happen in the future, however yeah. you put it down, yeah, something's got to keep the legacy going, and it's a very marketable name, right? Hendrix yeah. is making his name on music and who he was, and there's some movies and there's stuff getting still getting pushed, but people weren't buying Hendrix dolls, right? Kiss is right. about marketing, yep. So they're gonna have to get connected to something. And if they could, they'd live forever. Like I'm, I'm driving around today, and I'm like, man, there's Fords and Chevys like everywhere. Kiss Why has the lived forever. Kiss has the Kiss has the ability, if they choose to do so, to become like Marvel or Star Wars or yeah. Disney, where it'll like, it'll never go away. And How that's and that's going to be and that's going to be up to them to to if they do choose to do that. How proud. Will your neighborhood kiss nerd fans be if they get to pull up and screech out and burn out their tires in a kiss car? How obnoxious will that be? <laughs> How obnoxious will it be to park at a kiss concert with people pulling in with their kiss cars? <laughs> and then someone's gonna pull in with a cheater Chris card, it's gonna get an egg. You fucking phony. That's a this is this is my Tommy Thayer edition car. It's gonna get fucking scratched, rocks thrown at its windows, busted. That's yeah. not a kiss car. That's a Prius. That's a and fake it's colored car. forest green. That's what that is. <laughs> God. 
Someone's going to spray paint on the hood. Fake ace. <laughs> See? <laughs> Fake ace, you fucking fraud. The guy's going to get out of his car. I just drove my kid hit to the... What the fuck are you doing to my car? <laughs> See, this is better than like a cereal that makes the milk blue. Oh. <laughs> Oh, the, the ideas are endless, but Pooney, that's why we have you on it because we know that your create your creativity knows no bounds. Sonny love made it. me laugh, cry. I love exactly. It. Yes, you did. Um, Sonny, you are the best. We couldn't have done this show without you, of course. Uh, we love having you on, brother. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and your all your loved ones. Sonny, thank you, buddy. As always, you're you're a huge part of the Shout Out Loudcast family, and we we thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas to you and your wonderful family and uh, happy holidays. And like I've been saying to anybody that's been on here, let's all hope that 2021 is a little bit brighter and more fun than 2020. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. 15 days left in 2020, right? You guys got a snowstorm coming. It's a better duck here is 70 degrees tomorrow. So Shut your you mouth. want me to send you the weather report again? Oh. Shut your mouth, boy. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know. So on our text group, Oh man, snowstorm's coming, man. It's raining here, man. I can't leave my house. And then I'll just take a snapshot of my seven day weather. Sun, 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 70, 70, 70. So it's basically you and a less obnoxious Tony in the West Coast <laughs> versus me, Murph, Tom, Steve, um, Steve, and Ed. Ed, yeah. We're all we're all northeast guys. Yeah, and we're all like, yeah, we're getting fucking pounded. And you're like, oh, what should I wear today? Shorts, t-shirt. <laughs> God. That's it. We love you anyway, Sonny. Thank you so much as always. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. Wow. All right. We anytime we talk kiss with Sonny, amazing. Jesus. Wow. Okay, fuckos. I hope you fucking learned something here. So now you fucking shitbags, you fucking come up with three things of your own, too. I'm out of here. Fucking people driving me nuts here. Hey, you got any fucking coke? Jesus Christ. Why, he's fucking, he's already gone. He fucking, he's already gone. So now you heard him. Now we need to come up with a list for us for future. All right. In order to make Kissmas work, I think me and you need to do our own Kissmas wishes. I've got three. You've got three. So I'll go hey. first. You know what I want to do? In honor of the fucking fucko that just left, I want a Peter Chris box set come out. Everybody always talks. Ace has been talking recently about an Ace Fraley box set coming out. He talked about it. We know Gene has the vault. Paul always says he doesn't really have leftover songs. You know, whatever he does, he finishes. So how about a Peter Chris box set? Just something of all his solo material. It's not going to be a Kiss-centric thing. It's all his solo stuff. Put it together from his days in lips to his, like, solo props, his Stan Pendridge shit, solo albums, whatever's out there. Maybe a Maybe a live album or his 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 live his last concert is one of the albums. Something like that. A Peter Chris box set is my number three Kissmas wish for the future, Tom. What about you, number three? I love well, first let me comment on that because I love that. A- any any band centric, especially an original band member, 
I think that would be great. And we've said before how much we love Peter. We're fans of a solo album. So I, I would be on board with that. It'd be great. So for my number three, when we had our friend Joey, he kind of hinted at this a little bit. But I want to bring this up because I was really, really into these in the early 2000s, especially if you were somebody searching for Kiss stuff on eBay. And anybody listening to this show, I'm sure you guys are aware of those Kiss Vision DVDs that were around. And uh, I believe that Gene Simmons or Kiss, I think maybe put a cease and desist or whatever. These things were top shelf Kiss DVDs. They were they covered every era. They were, they were live concerts start to finish. Some of them were compilation DVDs. They had one where it was just everything involving music from the elder, their appearance on Fridays, their promo videos. They were spectacular DVDs. I want kiss to take all those remaster them, reprint them, re-record them, turn them into Blu-rays, whatever, and then release them individually you don't have to put them out on a box set and spend 500 bucks, release them individually so that you can buy what you want for your collection. Because although people love streaming people like me and Zeus, we still love the physical copy, especially when, you, when it comes to kiss, whether it's a DVD or a vinyl or a CD. So I want those under the kiss official name. I want those repackaged and re-released Tom. I, I'm with you on this. I used to see them all the time. I never got into them. I never bought them. Yep, and I, it's a big regret of mine. I wish I had. Yep. And they were uh, they were awesome. Yep, they were they were really really cool. What do you got for number two? So number two is a little bit of that, and it's a little bit of thing. Me and Joey both have been talking about this for some time, and it's kind of similar. My thing would be the the Kiss app. I've been harping on this, harping on this, harping on it. The Kiss app, which you can have one price for just musical contact, a separate price if you want all content meaning maybe five bucks and you have all their content all the time on your phone or maybe you buy it all at once second content would be now you have all the stuff that comes out you have the solo albums you could put uh live concerts on there you get all the dvd versions that are out there and then you get live exclusive you have memberships just stuff like the WWE does on their app. It, Kiss can be so far ahead of every other band. Can't think of any band that that would work better with than Kiss. A Kiss app on the phone, streaming service, put it anywhere. You want to take your phone, you can put it up to your TV. You can watch Kiss Rocks Vegas. You can watch fucking uh, a concert from the 70s or Kiss in Tokyo. You know, whatever. I think the KISS app is the way to go. A streaming service would be a perfect thing to do in the future. The KISS app. Love it. We've covered that a little bit before, but Joey brought it, brought it up. We've talked about it before. It seems so easy that you it should be here, and I, I love it. I, I think everybody's on board with that. So my number two is this. I want box set number two, but I want it to be just live material. I don't want box set two to have all the live albums repackaged. They already did that. They did that live little CD box collection with a live one, two, and three, and then the millennium on CD. I want this to be a, a legitimate box set. package it somewhat creatively have disc one be like 75 Winterland, disc two, 79 Largo, Maryland, disc three, uh, you know, 
the palace show in 1985 or whatever it was, you know, just have it just be a live box set, not the, not the lives just thrown yeah, together. We have, yep. Individual separate shows that are available right now, only on bootleg on eBay, put them out there. We say this all the time. You are a live band. That's where you made your bones back in the seventies. Give us that a kiss official authorized live box set of music. Yep. That'd be great, Tom. I, yep. I mean, I would love it. As much as I bitch about it, I'll take seven other copies of fucking Love Gun Live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, just because I look at this stuff on eBay all the time, the bootleg stuff out there is spectacular. The packaging, what they put in it, I don't know how they're doing it. I, I, I They're bootlegs for a reason, but you're going to tell me the Kiss can't do this? They absolutely can. Yep. And I'd love to see it. All right. My number one, Tom, is the same thing I did last year, and it's the same thing I'm going to request. I am requesting that Tom comes with me on the Kiss Cruise. I'm going to keep saying it until Tom finally does it. No reason why he can't or shouldn't. I am trying to convince him. I think Bruce and uh, Jericho pushed him further than I've ever pushed him. I I think financially he he might be able to still do it he's got plenty of time there's a spot available just the experience alone where he's not alone steve wright will be there sonny's brother will be there maybe we convince tony to go um there'll be so many of you kiss fans that will be on there too as well tom on the kiss cruise is number one again Wow, I am honored and also tremendously pressured now. Yeah, but I will. I but I will say this. I will say this. This is probably the closest I've come to actually legitimately considering it. I, I, I'm the needle. The needle is moving. I'll give you that. Put it that way. Will be almost. It's like an early fiftieth birthday gift your wife can give you. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. I know it's a couple of years away still, but uh, no, I'm I know. Saying. I know. I know. And anything can happen. I'll just put it Something that way. That, it's just the experience. It's yep. not seeing Kiss on a boat. Right. It's the fucking jokes you crack. It's the fucking fact that maybe we can tape some of the people on there. Yep. Interviews, the fucking friendships we're going to have, the beers we're going to drink, the laughter, and the possibility of who knows what we'll meet out there. Yep. So no, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. So that's my number one, Tom, over to you. Number one. All right. My number one, I saved this for number one, because in my opinion, this is big because people are either going to love this or they're absolutely going to hate it. And I don't care. And I mean this sincerely. This is not a trolling number one. This is what I would like to see. All right. I want them after the kiss 2020 goodbye, Dubai, New Year's Eve show. I want them to stop the end of the road tour. And this is what I want them to do. I want them to start over. I want them to change the name of the tour. I want them to take the makeup off. I want them to go back and do a raw, regular, hot in the shade, revenge era type tour where they play everything. They can bring back Leon if they want. They can bring back the Statue of Liberty with the skull if they want from revenge. I love this band and then maybe it's selfishly speaking because we've seen them so many times in makeup and on the end of the road tour. 
I don't want to see the nostalgia act anymore. I want to see something a little bit different, whether that is an acoustic club tour like they did with the conventions back in 95. So I want them to kiss 2020 goodbye by kissing the end of the road goodbye and starting something new in 2021. Now, that being said, I'm not delusional. I know this isn't going to happen, but when Christmas wishes, you got to wish big and hope for something magical. So that's what I'm asking for. That's my, I understand where you're coming from. What I look back to then it's like, I don't want to get the wrath of fucking cranky reunion, Peter Chris. But what, what I look back on is how pissed off I am that from like 2012, to 2017 and things like that they basically doing the same thing bingo yep wasted years of creativity and they had the ability to do something different it's the same shit so nobody will give them shit if they started end of the road like this but if, but it's been the same set the same design well the design is a little different but same shit that they've always had if they just didn't Waste all those years being so boring. Yeah, then I would be like, yes, then who cares? Let's just let them go out like this. But yeah, it's frustrating. I love the idea. You're right. I mean, let's not be delusional. It ain't going to happen. They're never doing that. But, they, you know, it's just. Now, that being said, these are Christmas wishes. Let's be serious here. I don't want people to think that this is Festivus episode part two. Okay, because yeah. what we're doing, what we're doing is we're talking about. Uh, we say this every week. We're talking about things that we love about this band and things that we're passionate about, and things that we want to see more of, or improvements to, or changes mm-hmm. to. Okay, look, we have tickets to the end of the road tour next year. They're playing in August. We're going, and we're going to go, and we're going to have an amazing time. So that doesn't mean I, I, I'm not a fan of this. I would just like to see something different. That's it. I'm with you on it, Tom. And, you know, the fact that we went through all this and we learned and we talked to all the friends yep, and all the other podcasters and we heard about these Kissmas wishes, I will say we have kind of learned. And, you know, I think Private Cusano has taught us something in the sense that, like, God, man, we are just lucky to have Kiss in our lives. I, I don't know about people that are having the oingo boingo fucking podcast are they as excited and thoughtful of all the things that could have happened or wish they'd happened about a band that they love i think nobody but kiss could have people like us and friends that have so many different various opinions and things that they could wish for about this band because the possibilities with kiss are always endless and they're sometimes beyond our imagination. And that's why you got to fucking love this time of year and Kissmas and, and our band. I think it's opened my eyes to Kissmas again. I agree. I think you're right. When you listen to all of our friends, fellow podcasters talk about all these things that they wish for. And they're not wishing for them, you know, because they're like angry with the band necessarily. That There's just so much passion. And it, and it and it shows you all the things that we love about this band, things that maybe you know maybe maybe we're not thrilled with every decision that they've ever made, but it does shine a light on how awesome it is to 
to have this band to be alive during this band being alive and yeah. have it be and have it be such a part of our life that that we were lucky enough to have all of these friends be on this show and share their thoughts that's a pretty amazing thing it's like a kissmas miracle and we're we're grateful for it and i think private kusano the ghost of uh you know whatever the fuck he was calling himself <laughs> i think which he, one i i i, I business I think, gene mogul uh fucked up 80s drunk ace fraley or cranky, cranky reunion era peter Chris. i think they all accomplished their goal I, I I I mean I'm 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 more passionate and excited about this band than I ever. It's Same. never gonna it's never gonna run dry. And, it, and, and I and, I've got passion going into this next year. Me too. Uh, get 2020 out of here. Get the yep. fuck out of here. 2021 kiss renewed energy. Thank you, Private Cusano. Thank you. You're welcome. Did you hear that? Jesus, yeah. Um, amazing, amazing. Awesome. Wow. What a holiday. Oh, let's see. Do we have energy and time to do a question? We do. We have we wow. have one we have one. All right, let's do it. And it's very topical. This is from our good Bostonian friend, Mr. John Avery. Okay. He, and he says, if Kiss covered a Christmas song, what would it be? Jingle Bells Rock. Okay. All right. You know, my mind goes to rock and I yeah, I, 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 I'd, I, I would, I'd like to say like Jingle Bell Rock or Rocking Around the Christmas Tree or you know something like that. Or uh, but what I think would be cool, and it's probably because I love the original version, and I think that this version of Kiss could do it. I think Paul could sing it. And I don't think he would have to really struggle too much. I think something like Run Rudolph Run would be kind okay. of a cool would be kind of a cool song. Yeah. You know, I can I can picture Tommy kind of playing the guitar on that. Yeah. Um, it have to. It would have to be something like that. You said, like a, like an upbeat rocking song. You know, you're not gonna have Paul Stanley singing "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." No one's gonna fucking uh, listen to that. Maybe the the Soul Station people will want to hear that. Yeah, they'll be singing uh, friggin' "Merry Motherfucking Christmas" by Easy. <laughs> Come on over, honey, and give your uncle Dolomite a kiss. Well, what you want, baby? Would you tell me a story? You want me to tell you a story? Hell yeah, me too. Yes, honey. I'm going to tell you a story about the badass Easy E. He was drinking whiskey and gin at the age of three. Listen and listen well. He's a bad motherfucker. Give me that goddamn book. Here, let me read you this one. Christmas in Compton. It was a silent night. Yes, a holy night. Until Mr. Claus turned into Santa motherfucking right?
that's man. a good question. I'm that's not sure. One. I guess that's what I would pick, but thank you for the question, John. And uh, 617-555-0850. You're next on the big show. <laughs> Thanks for the question, brother. Fax line cooking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are ya? Jambalaya. Jambalaya, John. Thank you, buddy, for the question. Happy holidays to you. Thank you, buddy. Tom, where can people find us? Oh, boy, we're everywhere right now. We are on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, email us, please. You can tell we read them uh, on the air. We Sometimes we answer them. A lot of times we just answer them by reading them on the air. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Um, we're proudly part of the awesome Pantheon podcast family. Great family of network of podcasts. They're expanding. Our, we said our, our good friend Jay is on there. Um, we love, we love those guys. So check us out. We're on all the big platforms, Apple podcasts, Spotify. We're on all of them. Uh, if there's some random platform that you try to find podcasts on and you don't see us on there, let us know, but uh, we're there. Uh, and our friend who we had on tonight to talk about his Christmas wishes, our good friend, Ed from click T shop, check him out. He designed our great show logo and he sells, uh, not just shout out loudcast merch, but great kiss inspired themes and graphics. Uh, Ed's a friend. As you can tell, so give him his, give him your business and check him out at Click T Shop. Click with a K. Yeah, and Tom, I always uh, the virtues of our email. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. You can send us direct messages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We will respond to those, and we appreciate reviews. Uh, one of those five star star. Child reviews are always greatly appreciated. We got one recently, Tom. We got this one, CF Moran 13. That's Craig uh, Moran. Big, big Craig's a big fan of the show. Thank you, Craig. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, love this show. Kiss was the first band I knew as a kid and have grown up with them my whole life. Tom and Zeus have great chemistry and do a great show. Definitely without taking themselves too seriously. I found the show around episode four. And I've been a faithful listener ever since. Their bonus episodes dealing with non-Kiss albums are awesome. Go Socks! Yes. And he called this one a five-star child review. All those five-star reviews on iTunes are a big help to us. We greatly appreciate uh, appreciate those. Please keep them coming. And as again, I, I always talk about the uh, uh, actual emails and things like that that we get. Tom, you have one email you want to read to us too. It was kind of a general one, please. Yep, yep. it was. It's a, a feedback um, similar to a, a, a you know five star child review, which hopefully he'll go ahead and do. This is from Max Alias, <clears throat> and he writes: "I found you guys May of this year. Your show has been a shining spot in this shit show of 2020. There are moments where I'd raise a toast to something said by one of you, then the next minute wanting to throw a chair at your head." <laughs> That's what makes the show great. Keep up with what you're doing. The chemistry is perfect. On an added note, potential bonus album review. One of these from Tesla, Mechanical Residence or Psychotic Supper. Ooh, Max, you never know. Thank you so much for taking the time to read that email, uh, to write that email. We appreciate those kind words very, very much. Thank you, Max. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much. Uh, Tom, what we usually end up with is famous last words you got any you're going empty-handed smiling like a bandit knocking on my window each night you're sweeter than a beauty queen 
darker than a limousine. Need me, because I make you feel right. Ooh, poetry right there, baby. No, no, nobody's perfect. Mama, maybe I come awfully close. No, 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 nobody's perfect. Maybe it's time to take off your clothes. <laughs> take them off, babe. I hate that part of that song. It just sounds like a dirty old perv. Guys, to um, we really thank you. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Happy holidays to everybody. Tom, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Shout it out loudcasters. Kiss Army, everybody. Guys, thank you so much for everything. We hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas. Happy holidays to you and your family. We hope you guys enjoyed this crazy, zany, and a ton of fun we had with this Christmas episode with all of our friends. And we can't thank them enough for contributing to how amazing this was. So thank you guys so much, Zeus. Thank you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Yes. And to thank you, the listeners, uh, we're going to leave you with a special send off from Tiny Tim, a.k.a. Murph. And uh, we'll leave you with this one. Freely, the snowman was a jolly drunken soul with a Muppet face and a fucked up nose and two eyes made out of coal. Freely, the snowman made Tom Snyder laugh and sway. And was Tom surprised when before his eyes he saw a career get pissed away? There must have been some magic in that old guitar they found. For when they placed it in his hand, he began to jam around. So down to the concert with his Gibson in his hand. Drinking here and there, puking everywhere, saying, catch me if you can. Unless you can get me a filet of fish. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.